Hey, everybody, it's Ben Kwam, co-host of hopefully your favorite podcast, Libations for Everyone. Today's episode is sponsored by Foundry Nation. Foundry Nation loves THC. Born in Minnesota, they partner with farms throughout the Midwest to supply high-quality seed-to-table THC products. Uh, I've tried their sodas such as Orange Tangy, Strawberry Fields, and Granddaddy Purple. They're incredible. I love them. They're fantastic. Great CBD treats for dogs. They have all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. As our partner, they're offering all of our listeners an exclusive 20% off with the code LIBATIONS20, capital L-I-B-A-T-I-O-N-S-2-0. The future is dope. Thank you so much. Now, let's get on with the show. I don't remember why. I was, I was upset all the time. Back Corn then. was late. Yeah. Now I'm upset 10% Corn of the time. Then I was upset. The, the correct way, and I was pissed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Where's the backwards R? Mm-hmm. Dude, they spelled corn with a C, and I fucking lost it. <laughs> Still the backwards R. I realized I, knock, I realized I got a knockoff corn shirt. What the hell? Because oh, yeah. of the On first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The star yeah. on first half is backwards. Yeah. Like it's the, right Like the corn way. star. It's, yeah. it's the correct R. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, get out. Yeah. Wouldn't you that get be it on the menu? Who is that? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't oh, that no. be amazing if, like, if back then they, like, like blinds started and you heard the bagpipes and shit? And then like, duh, 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 duh. and then everybody came out. They were just throwing out roasted corn. Yes, <laughs> like, it's corn. So <laughs> you you got to assume there's a corn cover band that's just like corn. Oh no 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 yeah. no 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 no! Oh my god, this just happened. They played last Uh-oh. week. There's a corn cover band that played last week in St. Cloud, Minnesota. What the oh, fuck? God, Do you want to know what they're called? There. That's a believable story. Do you want to know what they're called? All day I, I could dream guess about so stuff. many things, but tell me. Cobb with a K. <laughs> The mm. first B is backwards. Oh my I god! I am not like you. With two Bs, we're Cobb. Cobb with two Bs. That's fucking okay. dope. So we we went to the Chili Peppers Love concert it. this past weekend. Yeah, with the Strokes. Yeah, the Strokes fucking sucked. sucked. Julian Casablancas was such a dick on stage. Ugh. Whatever. Little bitch. Baby. And the Chili Peppers, uh, uh, we catered for their their um, band and crew after Shut the concert. Shut the fuck yeah, up. It's fucking rad. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, it felt really cool. <laughs> and uh, anyways, Jeff was trying to find them on Instagram as we're at the show. Yeah, no, it was before. Trying to before find the, the Red show? Hot Chili Peppers. Like the on day Instagram, before. Just like trying to like <laughs> yeah. search in the search bar. Like, man, we should and then he went on there JSC. and tagged, he's like, oh, I tagged the wrong one. It's the Red Hot Chili Pipers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, a bagpipe chili? A bagpipe chili, chili covers oh, band. Yeah. So, fucking yeah, in. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's a Chili Peppers cover it band. Is. is it? It sure is. Hold I just up, thought that they were like, fucking no, they chili do pipers. Red Hot Chili Peppers songs. That's so Which came first, the name or the band? Oh. <laughs> I'm happy so either way. Name around yeah. the you talent. know it was the name. And they're like, what do we do wow. with this like, We could probably do Chili Peppers. Yeah. Do a band Fucking around the bag name. Pipes. Guys, Anyways, nobody, nobody wants our bagpipe band. Maybe we should be a band together. Uh-huh. Does anybody know any songs besides the one song that they play in all the cop funeral movies? <laughs> uh, I've, the bridge I've, been, I've been working on Suck My Kiss yeah. uh, <laughs> on the bagpipe. Wait, what, I, Kevin? Um, Are you I'd, serious? I'd like to give it away now. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Dude's fucking fleece. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. I, I just had a mental. Oh my image. god! The flea of the member of the band is fleece, wearing a fleece outfit. Oh, I love fleece. It. God, man, I can no. see it now. Uh, <laughs> slap in the bag. He's got legs. <laughs> 
fucking sick, dude. Just butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> dude, just got a sack on sack. I mean, yeah, you got it. They always wear skirts. They they come out and instead of a sock on their penises, it's just yeah. a, a plaid bladder from the bagpipes. Yeah, it's, in, yeah. it's in the bagpipe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, currently fucking. Why does this bagpipe sound so muffled? That's a wildly different version of <laughs> a blowjob. Just flapping around in there. Flapping sound in my pipe. Flap flap. See flap flap. Oh my god! All right, well that's fucking Hell awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's a great visual. Uh, mm. Well, I okay because we we're starting off with a shot before the shot, so I feel like we have to introduce our guests because it ties into why we have this shot. So our two lovely guests Stop. today, will you please introduce yourselves to our listeners and uh, let them know uh, how they might have heard of you? Me first. Hi, I am Brianna Evans. Woo, breezy. Known by Breezy around these parts. That's good. Uh, The co-owner and sunshine director of Rectangle Pizza. That is a wonderful title. Jeff picked it out for me. Yeah. Go ahead there. In control weather. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's a lot of weight on my shoulders. (laughs) That you forget about. With great power comes great responsibility. Yes, yes. 100%. That's marble, right? My name is Jeffrey Howard Rogers. uh, Chef, owner, Rectangle Pizza. Soon to be restaurant. Soon Alice, to be a restaurant. Fuck yeah. Food truck guy Woo. that wants to be food truck guy. Frisbee golf. Enthusiast. Uh, extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Are we oh, supposed yeah. to say the other things we like? I didn't no, miss no, that part. This is oh, just, you're just being uh, cute. It's part okay. of my script right. that I'm yeah. reading. It was given to me Very earlier. <laughs> you know, I had to read from it. So mm-hmm. recently, uh, we, we have listeners uh, graciously all around the world that are listening. And you guys made some ripples across quite a few giant communities as you marched your way through a little pizza contest. Could you guys tell everybody about that? Yes, oh, yeah. we can. <laughs> <laughs> we did it! Yeah. Uh, our, one of our coworkers at our Lynn Lake spot likes to call it a wild ride with a W. W. We put the W in front of a bunch Fucking of shit. Everything um, with the R. Yeah, why don't you start it off, Jeff? You're the one that got the call. Well, we don't need to get so far into it, but we did a competition... And uh, it was about pizza for Good Morning America. They wanted to do some sort of pizza with a twist. And I was like, fuck, we got those. And (laughs) they were like, it's Good Morning America. I was like, oh, it's going to be early as shit. We're going to do the fucking breakfast pizza. Yeah. And that's, you know, we'd make all this stuff for it. And so we went up against Peter Campbell. He's the best. We love he was him on the death. show a couple days before he was going to compete with oh, you. So fuck. this is yeah, full circle. Dude. Amazing. Full circle. He's a love fucking that. guy. Friendship love him. Full rectangle. Sorry. Full, full rectangle. <laughs> Hell yeah. Exactly. Corner. Sharp. It's all gone full square. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then so we we managed to pull that that off, and which was very surprising. And then we went to, you know, sleep. And then <laughs> no, we went to <laughs> we, went we went to go to, party. We went to Little Tijuana's we yeah. down the alley Ooh. from where Straight we live. T bones and sat down at the bar, and we're like, "What in the fuck just mm-hmm. happened?" Yeah. Wow. And our flight was hella early, and we'd gotten mm-hmm. next to little sleep the night before. Correct. And we sat down, and we're like, "Hi." I would like to have five shots, please. Mm-hmm. I need to sleep before seven <laughs> to be on a plane tomorrow, and I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what we got you sleep? straight to it. We did go to sleep. It was very little, and then we had to be up super fucking early, and then we went there, and then nerves were running wild, and we were like, uh, we I'm met sorry, the, where, where did you fly to? New York City. Ooh, New, New York, York City. New York City. 
get a rope. Pace picante sauce. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're straight to the belly of the beast. I see you've done that before. Fucking Manhattan. Yeah, I got a whistle. It makes my sisters pee their pants when he does that whistle voice. They laugh so Manfish, hard. Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> 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 Any fucking way. Um, yeah, so then we, we got there, and then we were like, fuck, we're going to win. And then, so that became more and more apparent, and then we did. That's so crazy. And it was, you know, best pizza in the United States out of 10. So, hell yeah. <laughs> can we can we talk about that pizza? Because you kind of helped usher in Detroit-style pizza in the Twin Cities. Certainly. Here in, in Minnesota. And uh, how, how did you put that pizza together? Uh well, we had a different breakfast pizza, and then I was like, we got to shake it up. Well, he, let's start from the top, though, because before Rectangle started, young. our tradition for our birthdays is that we'd wake up in the morning Correct. and do, like, a cookie sheet rectangular, rectangular pizza. pizza for breakfast and crack an egg at the end of it. Yeah. And that was always our, like, oh, it's your birthday morning. Mm-hmm. We, this is our birthday morning tradition. Oh, awesome. It's yeah. a good cake. Yes, <laughs> savory cake, savory, savory yeah. pizza, my kind of 100%. cake. Yeah. No more pizza pie, pizza cake. So that that was the first iteration of a breakfast pizza we did at the galley when that was our only spot. And then yes, then you said let's shake it up. Mm-hmm. And so it was more of a biscuits and gravy inspired situation. Yep. Very soft scrambled eggs, and soft the first time gravy. I took a bite of it, you guys, I shit you not, and this sounds so. Cheesy, ton and pun intended. Ton and pun I got the goosebumps. Amazing. It's like, what a, in awesome. the hell is happening in my Fuck mouth yeah. hole? Mm. God damn, it was it's so it's good. It's always nice when you have that question and it's in a good way. Yeah. Because there's mm. times where you have that and it's not in a good way. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> More often than not. <laughs> and that also involves goosebumps, not, but good. in a lot worse way. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. got goosebumps because she was so scared. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she was I'm like, terrified. uh-oh, my... My hair is standing on end. Someone call R.L. Stein. Very frightening. Mm-hmm. Fucking goosebumps. <laughs> goosebumps. Yeah, I love those. I ate it and I read the movie or the book. Wow, I'm fucking cool. <laughs> I read the, you know the movie Goosebumps with Jack movie. Black. Ru- reading movies yeah, over here. You read the script. I, I can't read, goosebumps. so that's how I do it. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's the only way to take it in. Yeah. Just oh, is to read the script. Uh, yeah, I had to read the script of Goosebumps to fully understand what I was doing. Oh yeah. Well, Jack Black. Is in it, right? Yep. So, hell yeah, it's probably good. Well, okay. So obviously, like the the city turned the fuck out. It's been awesome, it's been like great. enough that like you had to shift hours at your business. <laughs> yep, because it's that fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hired twenty people, more than that, <laughs> twenty five people. Wow, which is the for point. a small so, business, that's incredible. Oh, mm. I mean, one of the goals of our company is to create jobs, and holy fuck, did we do that? Yeah, yeah. friends. Well, yeah. What's that? And have friends. And oh, have yeah. friends. Friendship is one Friendship of our Because that's, that's definitely something that I know you guys have had. Yeah. Really getting to people to like, people really to like you is very hard. Uh, Friendship is so important. Yeah. So, Especially when everything sucks around you. But then, like, one of the things, like, and we, we see this not just in our community, but kind of anywhere. Sometimes you have this, like, big event happen, and then there's just sort of, like, a hangover where nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And now there's another partnership that we can talk about. Right? Oh, yeah. To, okay. Big time. So Big time. the music nerd in me is like kind of mm. losing it. So that same. Then right after that, it leads to, to what? 
restaurant at the palace with the W in front Saint of Paul, the St. Paul, Minnesota. St. Yep. Paul, Paul, downtown St. Paul. Yep. Your first St. Right. Paul locale. What's that? Your first St. Paul locale, yes. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Malcolm Yards is edge. Yeah, sure. She's edging again? Uh-oh. Oh, my oh, God. God. Oh, my Glory. Of listening to the edge. <laughs> yes. I fucking love that, dude. So sick. Okay. Someone get the delay pedal and the reverb pedal. Stat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. for, for those of you that don't live in the, the Minnesota area, the upper Midwest, uh, the Palace is an incredible uh, historic music venue uh, that does concerts for like two to 3,000-ish. And uh, it is a, a, a Darth the of food desert around there, mm. especially later in the evening. Correct. And Correct. so yeah. you're coming in as the, the food option for people mm. going to shows and also... Uh, am I right that there's a a bar there too? Full bar, big absolutely. Bar. Full bar, big big boy. Huge. Um, Island Bar, which are, in my opinion, one of the best styles of bars there could 100%. be. Percent. Mm-hmm. Um, the bar is the show. It's the stage, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's where a lot of us feel very comfortable, and where a lot of us met and became best friends. And whether sitting down at the bar or working behind it, obviously mm-hmm. this room. Hello, nice to see you. There <laughs> we are. Fucking um, but it's a forty it. seat bar. And wow. it is but huge, and there's going, to actually, yeah, there's going to be a marquee on the, the top part. Of yes, it. Cool. an homage mm-hmm. to the Palace Theater, yes. an homage to what's coming up, mm-hmm. specials on the food and drink side, upcoming shows next door. It is going to be so sick. Yeah, can't wait. It's like 80 seats inside, and 40 of them are at the bar. Wow. So. Yeah, huge bar. That's yeah. literally like I my dream when I go to places. Yes, of Big course. Big bar yeah. boy. There's going to be love like 60 seats on the patio. Yeah. It's Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Mm, Can't wait. Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, very is, is there a timeline on that? We're hoping early summer. June? June-ish. Yeah. Right on. You know, cool. it's a, you know how restaurant openings mm, how far work. off, yeah. You yeah. literally can have the most dialed plan, and you, then you're four weeks behind. You know what I mean? You just... Always. There's things you can't control, and you have to be patient for that. And um, Everything you know. seems to be going according to plan, which is not something I'm familiar with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so that's, you know, a breath of fresh air, and our, our partners are obviously very good at their jobs. So that's also a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I was going to say something I'm unfamiliar with, but that's not fucking <laughs> true, Jeff. <laughs> Everybody I know yourself. is very good at their job. Yeah. So. Well, we like that. Here in the Twin Cities, we uh, we have claim to a very popular shot uh, invented at the Loon in downtown Minneapolis. Our by, new neighbor in St. Paul. Yeah, beautiful. That's yeah. Oh, what a weird amount of kismet right there. Yeah. Perfect. The great, so great vape escape. Yep. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the true inventor, Marcus Dorn, uh, who is currently sunbird or uh, snowbirding it down in uh, in Arizona. Uh, came up with this shot in the mid to late nineties. I think it was 96 or 97 that is when it sounds kicked off. right. There was an article written up about it mm. yeah. right after we opened our Lynn Lake spot. Fucking hell yeah, Lido. There yeah. we go. Yeah, our coworker so, Lido got interviewed for that. It was, oh, so it was fucking fun. rad. Mm. All right. Well, sweet. Yeah. The best so, part of that interview, he, he said, when somebody orders one, you're making 20. Yep. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> Which is so 100%. true about Absolutely. this shot. It's so, so friendship. You've uh, never made one. Again, for people that have never experienced this, uh, can one of you uh, preach to what we are about to take? Because we're going to kick it off yeah. with a yeah. shot that I now identify with rectangle. Oh, that's oh, so sweet. Yeah. Well, okay, so the original one um, is with some sort of citrus vodka mm-hmm. and Buddy's grape soda mm-hmm. that Shell's Brewery makes. 
Um, New Ulm, Minnesota. New Ulm, Minnesota. Shout out yeah. New Ulm. Um, Second they oldest do. family owned brewery in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful ad voice. Yeah. 1969, 69. Hey, what do you see? Hey, kids. Yeah, yeah, so that is the OG one mm-hmm. from the Loon. And ours, we used a Kuiper Great Pucker. When we use... Um, it's also on the rocks with two straws everywhere. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and we only do one because of the turtles, but... Yeah. It's so vodka, compostable. some sort of grape situation, some yeah. sort of citrus, and bobbly soda. So and y'all have it on tap. Of, Correct. Yeah, yeah. Ours is on tap, and the tap handle given to us by our friends at Tenant Restaurant in South oh, Minneapolis. so great. Mm-hmm. So good. So great. Um, gifted us that when we open, and it is just a ginormous purple gorilla, and that's how we pour them on tap. <laughs> And then we suck them back. Well, I think suck them back. I think there's no better way to start out the show than Let's rocking a grape ape together. Hell Let's do yeah. it. So to everybody out there, here's cheers, a, y'all. Cheers from a grape ape. Fuck Let's yeah. Cheers. Suck them down. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do the two straw thing. Our straws are so yeah, girthy. <laughs> <laughs> we only Without do one straw too, rectangle like, because it's a large... Agave straw. God damn, I can't remember last time I had one of those. Yeah. Oh man, that was God damn. Um, like no matter how cold, it's freezing grape cold. Grape icy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Grew up just twenty years, twenty two years ago. Please make a slush, slushy version of that. Oh my god. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> I have a slushy machine. I will donate it to you if you make frozen. One came with the building. Oh, had better. one in there. And it well, no, 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 no that doesn't work. It doesn't. We work. need Ben's that he's donating. Yeah, mine does. Work. <laughs> no, truly, I, that, yes, it okay. does not uh, work. We will figure that out because I've. Yeah, we're basically going to make the sugar and spirit yeah. content for a slushy. It would. That's yeah. That we're just going to edit all this out so nobody steals that. <laughs> right. It's going to yeah. be bad. <laughs> 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 we copyrighted that. No, I'll, do, I'll do the little like technical difficulty song. Arctic ape. Arctic ape. The grape ape escape. All right. Well, we have. So that was our kickoff shot. That was our bonus bonus on the front end shot. Big time. What I poured out for all of us. Uh, the general manager, Adam Williams at Strong Liquor, uh, had talked to me about this tequila before. It's a small batch Blanco called Loquita um, that is here. It, uh, I was talking about kind of where we were going. We have some mezcals that are a little on the, the smokier, richer side. And so we thought that kind of starting out with something a little bit on the sweeter and fruitier side might be a way to, to roll into it. This is definitely going to be more delicate than any of those other bottles. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think, Charles? Should we, uh, should we roll into this? Let's go. All right. So I'm going to cheers all y'all. Cheers. With a little bit of this. And uh, Jimmy take Jones, a sip. Jimmy John's. Friendship. Saloon. Lokita. Loki, the gods, uh, really adorable Latin younger sister. Mm-hmm. Creamy. That's a nice little mm-hmm. follow-up, too. Yeah. Wow. That really works well together. It's nice. Cream dream. Yeah. This is honestly kind of like that smoky, rubbery kind of mezcal-ish. Um, at least for me, well, you I just suck back I'm, a very sweet shot. Yeah, that, I feel like that helps and a lot for that. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's alleviated kind of, alleviated it's, the sweetness. Yeah. Before yeah. I had it, for sure. the grape ape, I had this and it was very delicate and mm-hmm. very like. Yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit, but not crazy vanilla willies. Yeah, so. no, I love I love that. Mm-hmm. That's a really beautiful balance mm-hmm. of a little bit sweet, a little bit fruity, mm-hmm. a little vanilla, and then yeah, there is definitely like a little more body to that than yeah, I yeah. expected. A little bit of bitterness. Um, I will also say that the MSRP on this is ridiculous. Like, this is just over 30 bucks a bottle. And I think fuck? that's a, a steal. Holy moly. How? Yeah. 
I, I, you got me. It like Damn. when it's small enough that it has like the batch number on the back. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that works. I'll pay some bucks yeah. for that, yeah. and then it's we'll delicious. Yeah, and then it yeah, turns out it's really delicious. It's tens of dollars, and I like <laughs> these that are tens of dollars. That reminds yeah, me of when I call myself a tenner. Yeah. Oh, that's the, like, I am. I am finally <laughs> at forty three. I am a hundred air most Ooh. of the time. Oh yeah. So I really feel like <laughs> good night. I'm a twenty. You got to spend right? money. To make money. That's what I'm saying. And I've been saying. spending lots, so it's lots of money. Exactly. Someday, it sounds like I'm going to make money. Exactly. All right, let's roll into a topic. Oh, I love one. Charles. You're coming in hot. All right, let's get controversial. Here. <laughs> okay. So, so th- this can be a, for a fickle reason, mm. or it could simply be because you consume less of it than any other kind. But what is your least favorite style of pizza? <laughs> oh, brother. Hey, no. welcome to the show. <laughs> talk okay. some shit. Yeah, yeah, talk some shit. Honest, okay, knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. There's a time and a place for every kind of pizza. 100%. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, you're drunk as hell. It's 2.30 in the morning. You're like, squad, let's have one more drink back at the crib. Let me throw in mm. a Haggis. That is such a perfect time That's for what's a Haggis. You know That's what I mean? the form of food that I will have, like, the shittiest version of no problem. 100%. Every other food, there's got to be something, like, I can't have, like, a really bad taco. Yeah, but I yeah. will have a really bad pizza. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Really bad tacos are inedible. Really bad <laughs> yeah. pizza is food. It's still yes. cheese. It's still food. Yeah, hundred percent. Even if that crust tastes like frozen cardboard, there's still cheese. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, that's. I think. I think. Unfortunately, we eat like the least. The pizza we go to the least is like the frozen pizza because we have access to so much other pizza. Right. And, like, I fucking love frozen pizza, so it's yeah. not like, you know, it's, it's not there. But, you know, we don't... So let me paint a picture. Our apartment is incredibly small. And having frozen pizza in the freezer, not doable. Yeah. It doesn't You can maybe fit. have one, <laughs> and it's... Like, I can't even walk into our, into our fucking kitchen, like... Straight on. Straight on walking. Yeah. He has to, I got, like, have to put the frozen pizza scooters. vertically on the side. Like, uh-huh. Picturing like a galley kitchen. It's, it's a exactly galley what kitchen. It is. And it, a if lot he stands of room. in the middle of it and spreads his arms, he can easily can touch, touch each side walls. of the walls. Yeah. The only place is what we've ever gotten to really big fights is when I try to help uh-huh. in the kitchen. Because there's no fucking room. You need to get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? I'm like, got you. Occupancy one. I mean, and I love... I will TikTok. You got this dinner? I prefer to, you know, have you... All of the places, the you know, around me yeah. all the time. However, you like we can't open the fucking door to the fridge, <laughs> like the oven. Like if it, it's you got to see it to mess. leave it. It's horrifying. Can you please it leave so I can get a beer? Nineteen tens. It was a hotel yeah. converted into apartments. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking we love, love yeah. and you know old character and high ceilings. That's yeah. what I grew up in. And I'm obsessed has with it. None of that. And it has tall ceilings. <laughs> it has Check. None of that. Character. Dog. Well, no. When we first moved in with it's each other, like cool nine, carpet. ten years ago, and got our first apartment, this Here, was it. We've yeah. been in this apartment for yeah. over uh, nine years now. And it's right by the, Eat Street. So when I started working at Eat Street, I was like, oh shit. We started looking at apartments, and they were all shit holes, except for this one. Yeah. yeah. And this is the, the cheapest one. Yeah. Right. And we work all the time. We always did. Even before Rectangle, we were just fucking workhorses. And if we were off work, we were having fun outside. Can Mm -hmm. I, Charles, can I digress this question for one second? I actually don't know how you guys met. 
Okay, this is one of my favorite stories. We haven't even answered your question at no, all. No, I don't no. even know. I what did. This. I said it's yeah. it's frozen pizza because I fucking oh. love frozen pizza. And you just don't. I mean, get and, it a lot. and you did. Sorry. Well, to These answer the question, gone to my everybody else's pizza already? because we fucking eat pizza all the time. Yeah, and that's not because we don't want to, but we literally just work and and then go home. Yeah, or true. we like you know, if there is the option for pizza, we're gonna fucking get it. Yeah. We love pizza. We do and pizza. For sure. Like Costco. We were at Costco the other Every day. Every time we go to a Costco, it's such like a ripper. two slices and a hot dog. Yeah. Got it. And it's yeah. the best like, deal on earth. It's like the yeah. goopiest, floopiest stuff. And it's like, is this cooked? Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter because <laughs> yeah. it's flaming. Nope. Yeah. Is this yeah. taken bake? Or? Okay. Yeah, I also, <laughs> I also stand the for the question. ice cream there. Oh. I will straight up a dollar fifty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything should be a dollar fifty there, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the hot, hot also, the, the hot, hot dog is people. like okay. tastes like iron. A 30, 35 pack of Haggies, dollar fifty, <laughs> two bucks. <laughs> we don't have room for it. Let's just I'll pay you to you. take this off our uh, show. Haggies, yeah. we love you. I don't mm. mean it. Hell yeah. Um. So okay. So you know Jeff Urkel. You know Jeff Urkel. I, uh, uh, guest of the podcast and mm. wonderful human being, Jeff. Boo! Yeah. Boo! Oh, just kidding. He's my favorite person. I like to say I'm. Uh, so blessed with so many Jeffs. <laughs> so many Jeffs. So many Jeffs in my life. Too Jeff yeah. to be dressed. So, so many this Jeffs. Jeff, Jeff Rogers mm-hmm. and Jeff Urkelo work together. What is happening? Tell me Anyone that was like that a fun special surprise. Oh no! I hit. There's a we have we have we have a button called the Genie Sprinkles. Oh yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. And anytime like we we have corny theme music on here and a bunch of other shit. But like whenever you want to just be like da 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 da, and then it's it's like the finger chimes right. Oh. And then behind it, there's somebody going higher and higher on a harp. And oh. it's my favorite. Jeez, when when we're done with this, I'll let you hear that shit. Special and magic. Like, Play it right now. Right, like, like, <laughs> like, say, hey, everybody, it's Breezy. Hey, everyone, it's Breezy. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Love yeah. that. Nailed it. I will, okay, so I, will, I will clip that out, and I will send you that audio. Okay, thank you. I appreciate mm. that. Okay, so. Yes. This Jeff Rogers yes. and Jeff Urkula worked together at a place called the Prairie Ale House. Also, Tommy Begno, also a member on the podcast. Also, yeah. Chad Larson was down there. Chad was there. Yep. Oh, Bar yeah. chef, please. Yep. Tim Niver. Tim Niver yep. was down yep. there. Oh, man, yep. all the heavy hitters. So they opened uh, what I think a before... It's time. Before yeah. it's time. <laughs> beautiful restaurant yep. bar. In Eden Prairie, where which is now the Tavern Four and Five, it was called the Prairie Ale House, and just nothing but heater staff, nothing but heater food, nothing but heater drinks, like in a huge space. Because wasn't it like an Outback Steakhouse? It was an yep. Outback. Yeah, they had the big axe there, and they were like, "We're getting oh, rid shit. of this." I was like, "Fuck!" If I had somewhere to put it, <laughs> take it home. It yeah, so dope. so okay, so that's where they worked together and met, and I was working at the Herkimer. Mm-hmm. The Herc. Yeah, the Herc. With um, Siobhan Church. And Siobhan and Jeff uh, were dating at the time. And there was one night I um, I got done with work. I got cut from a serving shift on the patio because it was raining. And so I called up Chev and I was like, hey, girl, what are you doing? I got cut. Let's fucking kick it. And she was like, I'm at my new booze house. Yeah, he's moving out. He was living with Ant Man and it. Beef. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yep, yep. So uh, she's like, "We're just like cleaning stuff, burning stuff, mostly drinking. Please come hang." And I was like, "Cool, yeah. got you." So I went to go hang out with them, and um, Urkula knows that I at the time I don't anymore because my carpal tunnel and wrist are just awful and ruined. But um, an avid knitter, mm. I knit. 
Amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. One of those <laughs> fun winter pastimes. Literally every time I hang out with you, I found an, I find another thing to kind of just be like completely charmed by. It. I love that. For <laughs> you. So I love sweet. that for you. Yeah. Um, very charming person. Clearly, you guys are very kind. Um, and and then Urkula was like, "Holy shit, Breeze, you're gonna fucking freak out. I know you love to knit. Uh, I got this coworker um, also named Jeff. Very cool name. Um, <laughs> he's got a van. There's a big Whoa. trash can. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> how is that the That's first? How he started. He was like, "Do okay. you fuck with vans? Yeah. I like feeling <laughs> like Chevy fucking ventures. Yeah. Boy, do I have a surprise for you. Well, Jeff That's was coming over to help about. them move sure. some big items and sure, store sure, them in sure. his garage. Yeah. So uh, he's like, he's going to come over. Uh, he's got, like, trash bags full of crocheted that's hats. That's not how it went down. Oh, oh couple oh fight. Oh, my God, that's right. I'm no, so sorry. You were, like, you were like, oh, I heard you crochet. And no, I what was I'm like, saying, but Jeff was, like, preempting. Yeah, he never me. mentioned about the sack of shit that I had in the car. Oh, fuck. All right, see, this is what see, alcohol does to me. All yeah. right, Jeff, take it away. Please well, finish she, the story. This is fun with couples, though, because it's well, usually like, well, no, 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 no. Niche, niche. Yeah, the rewriting she of the memory. was on the right track, but completely fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the title of my autobiography, so I feel you on that. We were going right down the, we were on the right path, and then I it hit myself. Dog, that is also the story uh -huh. of my life. Here we go. Without right. a doubt. And so, well, <laughs> they were like, they introduced us. It's like, oh, do you like to knit? And I was like, I fucking crochet. And then she's like, do you, like, can I have, like, like, what do you, do you have any of your stuff? And I was like, oh, shit, I've got so much of it. And I literally had, like, the whole, I had a whole trash bag full of, like, hats and stuff in my car. And I Sick. couldn't tell you why, but I definitely had them. And I was like, <laughs> just like, can I have one? I was like, yeah, I have whatever you want. And I Is, went inside and I dumped them all on the ground. And I what? took like five. And yeah. I was like, whoa, we got to mm. hang out. Uh, this is yeah, wow. single-handedly yeah. might be the most original origin story yeah. I've ever say, heard. Hold on, I want to know, did you say shove off Siobhan? <laughs> shove off, Siobhan. Shabbat shalom. I am not that smart dog. Nah. Uh, okay. well, yeah, I, I got to make one off. awful pun every episode. That was, I love that. That's that was, great. At least one, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I love one. it. I'm like, it's a very tailor-made pun, pun, too. Yeah, 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 I like that. I also yeah. love that crocheted hats are the new candy for guys who drive vans. Hey, girl, you want some of this? Garbage bag full of garbage bag crocheted I got that van from my fucking grandma, and she was like, do you want this van? I was like, a thousand percent. It was yeah. a Chevy Venture. It was right. sick. Oh, I love those. It was yeah. dope. The three doors. I fucking loved it. Mm -hmm. That car was so sick. And then I fucking ruined it. So oh. I loved it's okay. it. Um, so, yeah. So then that's how we met. And we hung out yeah. a little bit. And then party. Tell them about our first date. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so our first date. Tell them. Tell them they want to know. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> oh, shit. Shake that ass. T tell them. Oh, okay. Wrong song. Oh, well. um, You're not, we're not on the same page. <laughs> we never are. I mean, we gotta be. We've been doing a good job so far. Um, yeah, our first date, um, before I worked a shift at Herkimer and before he went to pick up all of the guys 
to drive them to Eden Prairie because Jeff is the only one that could drive. Oh, I love you. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, that was a fun time. He came over to my house and we had a crafternoon. We watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia and I was knitting a scarf and he was crocheting hats. Oh, I love you guys. The cutest shit in the adorable. world. Adorable. Literally everyone listening right now, Max just take a deep breath at how fucking cute that is. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a sprinkle. Also, you called it a... That's yeah. a sprinkle. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a crafternoon. Crafternoon. <laughs> Yeah. Good craft afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You should have watched the fucking craft, though. Oh, oh that come movie on. so much. Scary and then made some craft mac and cheese. Hell yeah. 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 I fucking love mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a frozen pizza. Has a t-shirt. Hell that yeah. is the the like the VHS cover art uh-huh. for the craft, but it's spelled <laughs> and the logo is from the mac and cheese. Oh, I, love I think it, it was with a, a backwards R. <laughs> Is that some corn references? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Cobb. We're talking Cobb. We're talking Cobb. We're talking Cobb. Cobb. C-O. Backwards B? B. K-O-B. Regular B. Okay, so breezy. You said K? You said C. It's K. Higher. K-O-B-B. Fucking. That sounds right. I'm out of here. Okay, what's up? After 11 digressions, what pizza do you fucking hate? There it is. Oh, my God. Not fucking eight. I just, I'm making it weird. I, you ever yeah, been to the I, California Pizza Kitchen? <laughs> oh my god! They said to have that, a great blue crab salad. They did, and that's fucking did. dope with edamame and shit, dude. It's so good. I used to no. go in there just for that. There was a, you just said California Pizza Kitchen, and mm. a memory CPK. popped in my head that I hadn't thought of in a billion beers. I took my family there for a birthday, my birthday party. Southdale Mall yeah, well, yeah. to the California Pizza Kitchen. In the basement by the theater. In the basement mm. by the theater. And then we went and saw the Disney motion flop Brother Bear. Ooh. And I cried so hard. And brother I was like, this birthday fucking sucks. <laughs> or no, Big big Brother Bear. That I don't know. I don't brother, know. Bear. brother Bear? Oh. <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. Something about bears. Obviously, it sticked with me as terrible. And I don't a remember the name. Um I don't fucking know. Ask shit. some bear. Hey, people in Radioland, what was the name of that <laughs> shitty movie? It's called Cocaine Bear. It used to be a fucking Disney movie. No, that's, oh that's the origin it. story. He <laughs> had family drama, and they just got really into coke. And they're like, <laughs> movie flop. I can't deal. Let me do drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Movie flop. Story of all of our lives. Doing fucking You're going to call me a failure. <laughs> I'm going to show you yeah. what's up. Gonna I'm going to write a script. Guys. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to marry people legally <laughs> after an accident. That was just a documentary, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine Bear is like just a doc. All right, so was that so was that slice of I, California Pizza Kitchen? I remember it being really awful. I didn't want to speak for you. I'm sorry. No, I just, that's like, okay. That was maybe not. No, that, I mean, that that's that. I mean, obviously, I was burying that shitty mm, memory yeah. because the pizza sucked, the movie sucked, and I cried, and my parents got in a fight, and I was like, well, that was the worst birthday ever. Cool. There you go. Um, mm. Sorry, Mom and Dad, I love you. You're my favorite. Oh, God. <laughs> Doug and Doreen, you're my favorite. Pizza? It's so hard to... Okay. Ah, fuck. It's well, so well, hard to right, talk hold, shit. It's so hard reason, to talk shit because right. I don't like to do that. No, no. And, and, like, can you think of... I can't think of... I literally one. Here, can't, let me, let, let me like, throw this out there. Okay, let me see if this reframes it for you. Because when you eat the least... This is, this is my answer. Okay, yeah. that's fair. So that's fair. When, when Charles asked this question, the way that I... Oh, fuck. DiGiorno. Sorry. There we go. Hey, you're I, also like, it's to such horseshit. It's it doesn't. It doesn't work. Like... I threw it in a like a regular and like a actual pizza oven one time, and I was like, "Wow, this is edible!" And like <laughs> every time in my life, somebody's like, "We got this DiGiorno," 
because they're like like twelve fucking dollars and you're a kid. Mm. It's like wow, oh, that's the, fucking the stupid. Kids, Get your a friends Tony's with pizza. parents who had money but had yep. DiGiorno exactly, and my and it was family shit. was like yeah. it's a dog toy. No, it was Tostino party pieces. And I was like, what's totally up? Right. And it was like favorite. half fucking crust that was completely Dude. inedible. Yeah, all it crust. truly was. And like all, I, I talk a lot yeah. of shit about the Oops, Tostino's pizza, the the party pizza, but you could just like smash that whole thing. You could fold it like a taco, and it's like I could afford it. Yep. As a kid, hundred yeah. percent. Like I had like yeah. two dollars in my name. I'd Oops, be like, all I'm gonna go get a, I'm gonna go get a fucking <laughs> Totino's. All crust failed, so it they said it's not delivery. It's to show yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love this. <laughs> How can we make people hate breadsticks? I have an idea. <laughs> fucking, I have an that, idea. That shit is that shit is the worst. Let me take a opinion. sprinkling of cheese and go. Yep, mm. and that's what you got. Yeah, and yeah. then I'll just flick two spoonfuls of ketchup. Because I mean, honestly, because now you have the the brew pub pizza. That shit bangs, dog. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I so the way that I viewed the question okay. was like if I had to if I had to lay out all of the pizzas in front of me, mm-hmm. like if if we were here, we just had like a table slide every in, pizza, and all of the different styles of pizza were there. Like, which would be the last one that you would go to? And I, this may be a spicy take: a fucking New York slice. Interesting. It, it's okay. not enough of anything. If I'm not Wait, in, in New, New York, York too, or no, you're in New York yeah, is totally different it, you, for sure. Totally different, and now so where everyone are you getting this New York slice. Well, Doug? that's the Have thing. You been to New Slice of New York. That is my favorite cheese slice in the state. That's slice like the of New best York. slice of pizza ever. It and is truly I've one of the best slices of cheese pizza. I've there's ever not a lot of people life. do it here. It's so, a low batting average. Yeah. However, it's a, it's the a great topping, answer. the pizza yeah, with true. toppings there, I will not fuck with. Right. But the cheese yeah. slice is Bang. well, and that's 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 my problem with it is that is that it is one of the most emulated styles across the country. And it is so rare that one of them actually turns out well. Totally. So every right. chain that tries to do it, oh. every like random restaurant that has like thin crust, deep dish, also New York style, yep. it's always fucking garbage. What's happening with Detroit When it's now done too. correct, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah 100%. But when, it's, when you're offering that as a style of pizza, that will be the mm. one that I trust the least. Sure. The best, because yeah. no one gets that. The best I've had of that style is in fucking Denver at Redeemer. It was Dude, unbelievable. The best New York style I've ever had is in Denver as well. It's the, and I forget the fucking, I think it's called Tony's, but it's uh, Denver Biscuit Company at night becomes a pizza oh, place. I don't know shit. if they still do it. Yeah. But I, haven't, I haven't been there, but I know you're awesome. talking about it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How weird is that, that the yeah, only yeah. good, new, like great New York style outside of New York. And talk about elevation. It's, yeah. it's eight. So we've had this experience in Denver. Yeah. We've been a handful of times. different. You you go there. There's gotta be something when you switch your personal body into elevation that fucks with your taste buds. Because whenever I go there, I'm yeah. like, under seasoned, eh, dude. Everything's under seasoned, and everything doesn't taste like people rave about the city and they fucking go ham and it's awesome and people are so supportive there and it fucking rips and you're like, hell yeah, this is what we want Minneapolis to be more like. And then you go there and you're like, eh. I've had better Minneapolis. And people that live there yeah. are like accustomed to it, and they're like, "Oh, it's so fucking so good." I'm like, and like, it's gotta this is be fucking. It's gotta trash. be the elevation change. It's fucking my taste buds. Or maybe just good. fuck you, Denver. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's the point of it. That's the place where we've traveled but like the four fucking times in the last couple of years. And yeah. I'm like, why are we always going to Denver? But, but that's that's by the accident thing a lot of the times. Mm, yeah, yeah. kind of. I, I think that a lot of the other pizza styles. There's an indicative cooking method that has to happen, mm-hmm. and we somehow allow because New York slices are so ubiquitous. When you go there, we sort of allow anything that's like remotely hand tossed and a little bit bigger, and then is like kind of floppy and then maybe a little crunchy in the crust. We allow that to just be called New York style. Big yeah. slice, that's, and that's, I, that's, that's, that, that's yeah, yeah. As long as slice. it's a big slice and you can fold it, yeah. they're like, "Oh, we did our job." And I'm I like, can "You fucking tell did." You why? Why? 
everyone fucking goes, it's a circle, right? And then they go cheese or sauce real hard on the bottom, and then the cheese doesn't get past it. Sure. And then so you eat it, and the cheese on top escapes yep. from the sauce. Pulls right and into And then it's mouth. like at the end of the piece, it's like all gone, and it's all whack. It's all best, bread and the sauce. The best New York sauce or, or pizza I've had is sauce on top right. swirl. Always. And then it's anchored into the cheese, and then you can fucking eat it. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's such how you build a it fucking annoying hassle when it's not built like that. And and like what they do at Slice in New York is they don't sauce it crazy far because it's going to fucking spread. It's fucking sauce. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking cheese. Have some sort of idea, and then... The, the cheese is past the sauce. Sure. So it's got somewhere to anchor, and it kind of, like, keeps that pocket in there. Yep. Yeah, that's, that, that would just be my answer, is okay. that, is the, that yeah. is the style that I see done the worst everywhere I go. For sure, for sure. Like that any was a city, yes and answer. But it's also yeah. not yeah. forgiving at all. No. You know, and neither is a lot of them. Like, you could go and be like, oh, this is Neapolitan, and it's like, but it's like you it's put it in a hot oven that doesn't shitty. Yeah, exactly. Ah, fucking it, it, it's rustico, suck a dick, you know. And, and here's the thing whatever. about like how you think about food and how you think about pizza, or whatever the fuck it is that you're doing and you're into. People have done things certain ways. Mm-hmm. People are proud of how they do that. I'm not saying to not be proud, and I'm not saying to not have labels and laws and categories and whatever you want to call it. But like at the end of the day. Who rectangle pizza is is because who we are. Mm-hmm. Just make what you want to fucking yep. eat, mm-hmm. dude. Just make what you want to eat. If you like it, somebody else might. I yeah. also think across the board, most restaurants I fall in love with are restaurants that operate under that same ethos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what I really like, yes. and I want to make the best thing that I can, and hopefully you like it. Yeah, Charles. Hopefully, there's some crossover. If you if you like things that people will pay money for, that's the sweet spot. That's yeah. the inflection point. Hundred percent. Yeah. What's, 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 your, I know you're a huge pizza fan. Well, Breezy, what was your, I mean, what's oh. your answer? My God, you guys. <laughs> Tell so us. I can go too, because I got a, I, I had a Anything Jeff doesn't make. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh. Jesus. I know, I know. Jesus, maybe. Jesus. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, shit. We were going to do that for Easter. Jesus <laughs> line. Jesus line. Jesus crust. Yeah, Jesus crust. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Tell us. I Think know. of it. Go fast. Hurry up. Hurry up. I'll go. Yeah, please, please. do. Please, please. I actually was going to say Neapolitan just because it's overplayed. It's overpriced for what you actually get if you're talking about, like, pizza per, per ounce, you know, like, what, are, what you're getting. Uh, and, like, a lot of it's not actually Neapolitan. But actually, as we were having this conversation, something occurred to me. Fucking don't give me don't give me any flatbreads. Just get that shit out of here. Oh, There's no better way. You are Damn. fucking right. High five mm-hmm. to yes, you. I didn't. You. My I, friend. Like Charles. I just I'm thought about wow. that when we were talking about like chain restaurants because I was like, dude, that, oh. if you have a flatbread God, on your menu, you're telling me that you didn't, you did not work on your menu. Correct. And then it's you're just fucking, like, let's also yeah. give them a, something that is like you a stand-in for pizza. Yeah, no, yeah. fuck off of flatbreads. Oh, you. I've got this really good flatbread idea. It's like, oh my fucking god, leave. Yeah, and Leave. it's always it's always <laughs> fucking like One slices of tomatoes that mm. are not seasoned. Yep. And then it's Some like awful dough. It's like it has oh, says out of basil seasoned, and out never of seasoned come. unseasoned uh-huh. tomatoes. Yes. Yes. When you're yeah. like, why does this taste yeah. like a shitty pear? Refrigerated. <laughs> yeah. Also, why is it out of season refrigerated? Well, it's yeah. always yeah. undercooked. It's only good when it's on a Taco Bell fucking taco. All, Get out of here. It's always undercooked, and it's like how the fuck? How is it undercooked? Because like you're getting the 
the bread done. Yeah. The bread's <laughs> yeah, done. That's clearly yeah. cooked. You're putting it like into your, what are you, grilling it for a minute? Oh, my God. Uh, unbelievable. That's Salmon. an incredible it's answer. Really, I forgot that that should so much. Existed. You go thank to fucking, you. like, Fridays or some shit, some shithole, and it's like, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> that's a good point. No. Nah. And they never yeah. got, like, cool. That's not pizza in my brain, that's, though. That's You're right. Somehow, you know exactly. I mean? But like, they but they pass it off as a stand-in. But no, that's, that's, this, is, this is pizza. I love that no, answer fuck a lot. It's not yeah. pizza. You guys have pizza? We have flatbreads? Fuck you. That's not pizza. We got pizza. It's flat. Their voice goes up. Oh, we got pizza. Somehow it's still cold and hot. Yeah. And it was like everything was cooked. It's raw, but it like hurts your teeth. What happened? It has goat cheese and balsamic and craisins. And a lot of balsamic. Oh, yeah. So much balsamic. Make sure your balsamic also has the viscosity of Aunt Jemima's syrup. Like... Let's not make it real. Let's just make it with a lot of high fructose Thin corn syrup. Win. Hey, man, I fuck with the fructose. <laughs> I'm good with it, but not, not when you can tell me it's balsamic. Our, bar, our, bar, our, our balsamic Modena. bottle queefs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's balsamic. Your classic bottle queef? I don't think what that's balsamic. <laughs> I haven't heard uh, the word queef. Every last so I've definitely never heard it paired with the word bottle, <laughs> and now bottle queef is my new favorite thing. Just say that that might be a, that's our that's our new metal band. That's our new punk band. Bo- punk queef. band, yeah, we're bottle, bottle queef. queef. <laughs> our scum punk band. Two, three, four. Oh man. Got him. <laughs> I don't know. So I, brief. Guys, I, I, <laughs> tell me. I don't know if I can fucking answer that. I um, you, t- I you can take like flatbread too. Back off that answer. You can really take flatbread too. It's that bad. Uh. It's really that bad. It really is. But I, I mean, I'm telling you, I stand by my answer. Like, there's always a time and a place for every pizza. Yeah, there no, truly is. Yeah, but flatbread. flatbread, and then it's like <laughs> cut into fucking croissant. Like, you know what I mean? Like triangles, pre croissant triangles before you stretch them and roll them. Yeah, fuck out of here. That's trash. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, another way you could go with this is when people turn stuff into pizzas that don't need to be a pizza. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, I put pepperonis on this thing. Fuck Mm -hmm. you. I'm trying to think of a great example, but like a bagel, you know. I put sauce and cheese. Whoa, 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 whoa. You like it, dog? Whoa. I'm going to Bagel bites? Bagel bites. No. I'll take a a, uh, pizza burger. I'd rather I'd rather a pizza burger. I'd rather bagel a bagel bites, bites than a pizza burger. Bread, oh, there um, it is. There's yeah. my answer. Okay. There's my fucking answer. Okay. Don't make a fucking pizza burger. Yep. Also, I don't need that much fucking ground beef. I Always. would like other things to shine. Like I would have. Like, I'd rather just have the bun. Flip the as amount pizza. of beef and give me that amount of cheese. Yes. <laughs> and this did. is coming from someone who's lactose intolerant. <laughs> What I what I used to do Amazing. all the time was I would we had like white bread on deck and I'd just like some sort of pizza sauce and some sort of cheese and I'd just like be just twisted up mm. and come home and pizzazz some oh yeah bread pizza like what do you what do you what are you making I was like bread pizza <laughs> all the time it's like that yeah. was that's like that shit. Still, I'm not mad about it. Right, I'm not like, mad at that at all. Jeff and I did I that when I was a kid. Out, he's always been bread heavy. Anytime we get pizza. Damn, don't you call me all like that? <laughs> Body by Jeff. That's what I call say, myself. Trying to say that I'm hella buff or... Is it yeah. the van? Uh, is <laughs> it, <laughs> talking about my, how jacked I am in my cool van? Is it the trash bags of crocheted hats? Bullshorn <laughs> makes a pizza burger that's really good. I just would rather have their regular burger because when I had it, I was 100%. like, I just wish this was the regular burger. Yeah. I don't saying. fuck with burgers you know, that, that are That trend of like doing crazy shit with burgers lasted for a short period of time. No, and it yeah, was like not fine that. or whatever. Yep. But like, I had to let's try be it. fucking real. Mm-hmm. Your burger is, in my opinion, the patty, hopefully very thin, Gee. and American cheese, mm-hmm. and pickles, mm-hmm. 
and maybe some sort of mayo situation. Mm. And it doesn't need much more than that. Nope. And a really soft bun. Some lettuce in there. We subscribe by that philosophy here. You have a bun that's soft, but also going to stand up to the beef. Got to have a little toothsomeness. Go to Francis. You can have three burgers at Francis and not feel like you want to die. Nope. Francis <laughs> rips. It's Absolutely fucking, rips. That's my Love favorite burger. Guys. It's the fucking best. And their fries mm. are amazing. It's your oh, favorite burger? Is jamming. It's my favorite burger. That's, favorite da- burger. that's not far from my house. I haven't been there yet, but I, I have been Incredible. meaning to go. You uh, have to go. go. Great. Hell yeah. Francis well, in yeah. Northeast uh, Minneapolis. Francis is a, um, uh, vegan. It's a vegan burger. It's uh, mm. the, what do they call it? The, the, the patty is fucking. Yeah, plant impossible. Based. Yep, plant-based. Right. Now there's two plant-based burger places in Northeast Minneapolis. Oh, no, Alt Burger. Alt Burger's in They're vegetarian. Yes, they have cheese and stuff. But yeah. Francis subscribes to everything in yeah. that building as vegan. From awesome. the drinks, they don't have Fernet, so it's like they don't yuck. have. Yeah, they don't have Campari. They don't. Yeah, they right on. I mean, fuck yeah. Also, like Either honestly, way, vegan or not, for that like that's one of their goals, and that's what they're doing. That fucking rules for them. Mm-hmm. The food is just good. Totally it's agree. So fucking. Good if it's good, it's good, right? My yep. other yeah, favorite burger is at the Loon. Yeah. That was like one of the best. Oh, that Wagyu burger at the Loon. Holy yeah, shit. Shit was boss. Woo. Mm. Hey, God cheers. Damn. Let's oh, get it. Well, speaking of, yeah, let's oh, cheers. I already drank so all I answer these questions oh. more fun. Well, shit. Uh, you guys got to drink it so I can have more fun. stuff. I got beer and whatever, so I'm not concerned. Well, cheers. Uh, all right. So, given the way that Rectangle works, like you both kind of do a little bit of everything. And mm-hmm. Charles and I have both uh, spent a lot of time both in kitchens and at bars. Mm-hmm. As somebody who's seen both sides of it, what is something that you wish one side knew about the other that would make the world a little bit better? So when you're looking at like huh. front of house versus back of house, because no matter what, like we can have the best or the worst, but there's That'll still a division it. between the two. Just like there will always be a division between day side and night side. There's always going to be, yeah. or openers versus closers. Right. There's always going to be that division between front and back. And uh, I was wondering if there was a little bit that you would love, uh, whether it's such a philosophy. such an interesting question, Or Plum. even something really simple like, Charles? hey, fucking, if you're in front of house, put some fucking blue tape on shit and label some stuff. Like, whatever, whatever it is. Okay, can I say one thing really quick? Mm-hmm. Um, when we started off at the galley... Um, in a food hall. There was an incubator style food hall, and that's how we got Rectangle Pizza started. We had a small staff three months before the pandemic hit, just a side note Perfect for fun timing. and friendship. Yep. Um, but we said, everyone has to know everything. Everyone's got to do everything. We got to rotate positions. Mm. When it gets busy, whoever wants to be at their favorite position and can like kick ass at it, please go do that and fall in line. But at some point, everyone has to everyone has to prep. Everyone has to you know like work the ovens. Everyone has to pre-build the pizzas. Everyone's got to expo. Everyone's got to do the cashier. Everyone's got to clean up. Amazing. Start to finish, we all got to do it all. And I think that mentality, we're hoping, continues to travel through as we grow and as we do other things. Because, as we know, divisions aside, every position in the restaurant gives it. it all matters so much. 100%. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And every front of house to back of house, if you want to divide it like that, which it's an actual thing to do and we still do, um, can always learn from each other all the time. Mm-hmm. There's things that front of house cannot do in back of house and vice versa, mm-hmm. obviously, um, and where your talents lie and you should let them shine. But yeah, it's 
we, we really want to make sure that people um, understand and respect. Which brings me to my favorite thing to talk about. One of our core values is called reverse mullet. Ooh. Reverse mullet. Uh, business in the back, party in the front. You set yourself up for success. You respect everyone around you and how they have set themselves up and you up to support each other. So when it's go time, you're fucking partying with your friends. You are so rad. I'm not rad. It's a thing we all that. came up with together. No, I, I, no that's we're honestly, all rad. That's, yeah. that's true. With a W. It's rad. A, a you, well, rad. A U plural. <laughs> w rad. Yeah. W-A-R-D. A-R-D. Radio with friends. So, <clears throat> all right. Well, so is, is that it? That that we should just erase? Is that the thing that people should know? Dude, it's so, it's so fucking hard to erase that because... Um, Guests, especially after the it's pandemic like the fucking hit, fucking live together. Mm-hmm. Just do it. It's. I mean, no, it's, you got. I mean, it's, it's all fair. Yeah. All's fair. That's fair. It's. How do you even explain it? It's. But I mean, especially after the pandemic, people are craving to be out and have something that was a sense of what they considered to be normal life, and they mm-hmm. want to sit down in a restaurant. They want to have people make food for them. And they want to have people serve them and they want to get drinks from people and they want to have, give me something from the before times. Right. Totally. And so part of us with opening Lynn Lake was like, okay, do we want to make a counter service? Like the food halls are, do you want to do the QR code at your mm-hmm. table and order from there and um, pay from there and kind of eliminate a piece of that. And some people make it work and do a really good job at it. And some people um, like us have decided Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I was alone for so much of that time. I want to fucking meet as many people as I can and make friends and have experiences. I want a human to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Also, all you know our what friends I mean? are out of jobs. You're like, well, we're not going to not hire people to we gotta do these create the things. Jobs. You got to have the right? service, which is rough. And, you know, especially when nobody would come in because of a global pandemic. So, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, what was the question? Well, no. <laughs> like, is there something that you wish one side could learn about the other? But I think mm. that maybe both sides just should come together and work together. Always. That Always. absolutely can be your answer, 100%. Yeah. Coming from people, both of us have done front and back. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot more back. I've done a lot more front. Exactly. You could put a really Hey-o. dirty joke right here. <laughs> uh, I'm always hitting frontsies, backsies. It's right there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, it's just, there's benefits and you know there's negativity that comes from both mm-hmm. and you know every side loves to bitch and moan and be little fucking babies about everything and it's like oh this guy like made like four hundred dollars and i like man just you know don't be such a meanie chili beanie and it's like well you guys were kind of just chilling in the back and like made I a also had, dishes. I yes, I made $400 because yeah, I, I like, dealt with all of the yeah, people that are trying to yeah. learn how to be back out in public again. And, and I dealt with, with that with grace and friendship. Beings? Come on, dog. That's not, emotionally taxing as fuck. Yeah, but that's, you know? not, that's not even like post pandemic shit. It's like, it's pre pandemic. It's like, like, do you want to like entertain these fucking maniacs? Yeah. And like, I felt that I did a pretty good job dance? because yeah. everybody was just like, like you, you're, you're everybody's friend. And I just like, he's talking about me. Talk shit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Brianna, you were everybody's friend when, and you still are. But when Thank I you. was more in front of house, I would like, like fucking whatever. And more of a realist. And like, they also ate that shit up somehow. 
He's quirky. He's charming. Also true. I'm fucking jacked, so. Wicked jacked. So strong and tan. <laughs> Buff, tan. Wow. Woo. Holla. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, <clears throat> I mean, that's a question is, there is I, I don't answer. think there'll ever be an answer, but well, I think the answer is, like, you got to respect everybody's work. That's the thing. You got to respect mm. what everybody does, and one of the most celebrated people in the entire building at our Lynn Lake spot is a oh guy named Javi, Javier Perez. Everybody. He him. walks into work, he leaves work, and the entire restaurant erupts with claps and cheers. Uh, Javi! Yeah. He's amazing. the best. Also, we gotta He's cut the dishwasher. this out. What? We, we can't talk about Javi. <laughs> don't <laughs> steal him. Yeah, don't even think <laughs> don't about steal him. Javi. He's our favorite. He's really bad. Nobody likes him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not the dedicated employee of the world. But, Breezy, you're so right. <clears throat> my, my first mentor in the restaurant industry... Mr. Winston Wells, who we have talked about on the show yeah. before, mm-hmm. right. uh, literally said, if I could give you one, the day that we split up working together, he said, if there's one thing that I could teach you, it's to always make sure you know every one of your dishwashers by name and you thank them. Yes. Because they're what holds it all mm. together. It's a fucking glue for sure. Yeah. No, like, and as somebody who spent a lot of time in a dish pit, yeah. I 100% agree. It's my favorite place to be when we're busy. And the other, oh, like, the God. food halls were, there, were in there either way, and, and we were lucky enough to have a, a brick-and-mortar spot that was like, oh, well, now this warrants having a dishwasher, and it's, like, like another step for us, and, like, Javi being there, it's just like, what do we got to do yep. to get you to be Every here day he works, all the I time. say that to him. Also, especially, like, when What's it going like to take for I'm me there. to get you full-time? Yeah. What's it going to take for me to give you mm-hmm. everything you need? What do you want to do? Eat steak, but in the company. But we say that to, you know we 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 bring that question up to everybody that we love work that. with that we get to work God, with. We're like, that. what do you what do you what want? Do you need? What do you want? What do you want to do? You know, like we're under yeah. the mindset. It's like this company can go anywhere, and we could sit here in a room, Jeff and I, by ourselves. As you've literally proven this year. And just <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> yeah, thanks. A lot of it's like, oh fuck, we're doing that. Cool. <laughs> um, but we could, Jeff and I could sit in this room or any room and be like. I would like to do this. Let's make these goals happen. But it's like, we want to make sure that we are talking to people and we're working on it. We're not perfect. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen as much as we'd like, but we're trying to get to a place where it's like, what do you want to do? We're, if we're going to go kind of in this direction and we could do this, do you see yourself growing mm-hmm. into a position that let's create a spot for you? What do you want to fucking do? You know what I mean? Like a restaurant shouldn't be a place where this is the position and you do it for the rest of your life or you die. And then you just die afterwards or you do you have to go somewhere else. You can if you want, but like let's let's grow and let's figure out like the knowledge of what we have and how it can get you to where you want to be and so that mm. making your dreams come true, man. Well and even if know. you're even if you're a robot that doesn't understand like sympathy or empathy, just from a dollars and cents standpoint, you can literally say it's cheaper to find pathways to keep your employees there and stick around. A thousand percent. Like, it's way more expensive to cycle through people and have to keep training people and go through all that. hundred percent. It costs your revenue. It costs your, your, like, your bottom line. It costs your time. Your guest all of experience. That. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, We've yeah, all yeah. been places where that, you know, we get treated like that. And, the turn and, and burns. That's not at yeah. all what our core values are, like how yeah. we set our business out to yeah. be like. And, you know, we try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. We try to, like, work with them, and it's not like we're just cutting them out in, in general, right? And, mm-hmm. like, for the most part, all the people that we work with are, like, 
tremendously cool people and like and for so the benefit fucking of us, talented it, and exactly and so sick it's like well what do you guys want to do yep. because if and we I'll, can harness that and like literally make that happen why the fuck yeah, wouldn't we yep. for like you know we're, we're not gaining much from anything anyway but like we have a platform and we were a bit lucky enough to have that platform because of this super low capital like beginning that we had three years ago and now fucking look at us, but it's like this could be fucking anybody because we fucking did it somehow, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, Richard Branson from Virgin has a philosophy that I've always subscribed to as a as an employer and a, and a business owner, and it's to make people uh, build people up to be like talented enough to work anywhere, yeah. but treat them so well that they never want to leave. Exactly, like that's that's, that's what, what I'm trying to that's do. Like, it's it's gorgeous. It's one of those things that's right in front of mm-hmm. your face, but. So many businesses don't understand that 100%. philosophy. Do you guys ever experience this moment where when, when you bring that up or like, like, you know, we say to people all the time, like, think about what you want to do. What do you, what do you want to do? And especially in the restaurant industry, a lot of people are like the paradox of choice. They're perplexed mm-hmm. and like stunned and stuck. Like, what? Nobody's fucking no used one's to ever that. Asked that, that no question. one's asked that. Yeah, no. yeah. And, and even if someone that asked me that in my early to mid 20s when I was mm-hmm. just starting to be the bar manager for the first time and AGM for the first time and all these a things. It's like, being. if everyone asked me, here's what I have for you, can you do it? Versus what do you want to do? If they asked me, what do you want to do? I'd be like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know it's what I mean? hard to find those. Make people. you happy? I don't know. Like we're in the, we're in the people pleasing business, <laughs> right? So like whoever asks us, how are you? What do you want? What's going to make you happy? We, we make everybody else happy. We do what makes the restaurant grind, you know? Yep. Oh. Well, so Charles, to build off what you were just saying um, about that, the Richard Branson quote, you know, as somebody who has watched, like, because you haven't, as far as I know, you haven't worked back of house or front of house, but you're incredibly adept at yeah, both. I've, I did butchery is like my one right. actual That's experience. so sick. So, I'm so but, but, jealous. But as somebody who understands all of that yeah. and who has been on both sides at in your in your social world, but then also who understands how that works at restaurants. I am I'm almost kind of jealous for your or I'm excited for your opinion as as somebody who watches. Like, what would you hope people can well, understand there? I I mean my purview is a lot different than um, everyone else in this room because I do you know I'm the ideas guy, conceptualization, marketing, creative with uh, bars and restaurants. Uh, a lot of there there are some pretty good examples where um, at least like having that. 10,000 foot view or whatever you want to call it of the entire space. Um, when you, when y'all were opening your place, I was launching a Detroit style pizza concept that you may have heard of in Maple Plain called iron exchange. Um, I came up with that concept for them and helped to launch it and worked on their bar program and their, and their food and stuff. And a thing that I identified at a place like that, that I identify at any place that has both ends of the spectrum, the food and the beverage is that, um, there should be more camaraderie. There should be more syncopation between those entities because they have more in common than they have similarities. And that like, I wish that in those places that we're, you know, we're building from the ground up that the bar staff could have input on the food and the, the the kitchen staff could have input on the beverages because there's so much to offer, but there's a possessiveness. And I see it even for myself because you know, I'm the schlub who came in and said this place should do Detroit style pizza and smash burgers and, you know, dry rub wings and stuff. And they're, you know, the yeah, chef, that, all those. the chef they hire is like, <laughs> yeah, right. And the chef's like, the chef's like, 
hold up, shouldn't it be up to me? It's like, well, the concept's already here, but let's do it together. Let's, so let's figure out how to do it together. You know? yeah. Let's Detroit collaborate. Such a pain in the fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's, right. he's pissed at you. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I mean, he yeah. was actually adept at it, the guy that we okay, hired. Good. And he was actually a joy to work with. He was awesome. Good. I'm not saying that he was like, what the fuck? He was actually like, oh, fuck. Hell yeah, I've had yeah. it in Detroit. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that part's cool. Like, everyone in the kitchen was dope, mm-hmm. and then everyone behind the bar was dope. But there was like... It was almost like a, a line drawn in the sand. You don't come back here. I won't come back there. It's 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 Isn't if it you bizarre? if you if yeah. you felt like passionate about something and you were actually interested, I'm sure it wouldn't be a thing. Because right. people it's, like in that you know that I've experienced, it's like hey, you should try this. It's like if you actually like if you're not mm. just fucking spitballing and being like oh, you should put a fucking cheeseburger on that cheeseburger. It's like oh well, sick for sure. But if you're like actually passionate about something, like oh, this is something I grew up with. We should try this, and it's like. A hundred percent, you know. It's like, oh, this I, cocktail my grandma used to make. Yeah, you should try this fucking shit. It's right. so sick. You could name it at my grandma. And it's like people are fucking hungry for that story. Yeah, they're hungry for that lineage. They're hungry for that. Like, it's all about fucking, giving shit, right? You know, like because there's it. a lot that you miss out on being in the fucking service industry, and there's yeah. a lot that you fucking try and hold on to and fucking express. Mm-hmm. And that's all we try and do. And everybody's trying to make up a phony bullshit story, and it's tough. My, all the time. That is a regard. really good point. I, uh, when people try to laugh, the booze is talking. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I'm Jeff. Okay. This might. Do it. Just fucking do it. Okay. Fuck me. All right. <laughs> me. Je- <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and I have been together for going on 11, almost 12 years. And our story is amazing, and we are fucking best buds, and we have this company together. And every time that we've opened up one of our spots, and you know, like you guys are so sweet, I was like, "How'd you meet?" Because you're generally curious, and you're our fucking friends, right? But like, so many marketing companies that we work with are like on a Zoom call during the pandemic, like, "This is cute. Tell me about what is going on here." And I, and I, (laughs) from the from the jump, I was like. Shaking my head. I was like, dude, we are not trying to sell you our love. The food is fucking good. Our people are fucking talented. Look beyond being like, oh my God, you're so cute. If you know us, you're like, fuck yeah, these ghost guys are awesome together. And they have this and this and this. I'm not trying to fucking, oh my God, look at us. We're so fucking cute. This is a comfortability level. Yeah. Because we we were were past it. It's, it's one not of my di- it's big, not dynamic personal enough, biggest pet peeves when people fucking fruit. and it, but that's the thing if that works for you and that feels genuine for you great that it feels so fucking phony to me. Wait a second. What? What does this have to do? It's also not enough. Not? It's white noise. <laughs> well, no, I, I, can, <laughs> I can actually tie <laughs> that back in. No, hold on. No, hold up, I feel like this is not what you're talking do, about, but I love you. So. I, no, I was gonna say I could I could actually tie that in because that ties oh, yeah. into my yeah, answer. So. My answer, and and it's one of the. Well, things I just want to put a bow on. Yeah, go what ahead. I was saying please, is like please, I'm not, you know I'm not throwing shade. Everyone actually in the mm-hmm. kitchen and and in the bar was fantastic at that 100%. place, and it launched. It was great when it you know, and they had to deal with all the the stresses and rigors of the same things you did. It was actually mm-hmm. like you guys might have launched in the fucking same month. It's crazy, but um, it's just that that idea that like we all have something to offer, and we all try to like. Uh, pigeonhole people into their specialization but if what mm-hmm. you if the if the craft you deal in is flavor then i want to hear what you think about 
what I'm doing out here too. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. There should be, and, there should, be, well, there should be a little. Bring people let, in Crisscross applesauce. Let's all sit on the floor. Let's all pass drinks and pizza around and talk yeah. about what tastes good. That's well, shit. You know that's like the most yeah, easy thing good? to like. It's like the most easy thing to get around with too, right? Like, and so we're in the pizza industry. Everybody yep. that's doing pizza is like just a fucking all-star anyway. Yeah. It's, it's a labor of love. It's a pain in the ass. And, you know, we recognize, like, real, real recognize real and, you know, fucking, like, Peter Campbell and, like, a lot of people here. It's a small fucking city yep. and it's a small Truly. industry, but it's, like, we're all fucking connected. Like, I fucking love Mesa. I love, <laughs> like, I could, I could keep on going. But, like, to speak to Detroit style, like, Melt it was in Hudson. Yeah. They just opened in Stillwater. Stillwater right. Those dudes that are dude fucking is so great. Fucking nice. I love Anthony. Yeah. It's you know like a, that's we show love all the time, and because that love is shown, and we're we're you know, it's a little bit more easy to get along because it's you know it's friendship. There's mm-hmm. been like there's going to be beef. There's always beef. There's always people that are like, oh look at that shine. Like I'm pissed about it, and yeah. I fucking love that. Yep, I fucking live for that. And I also don't, I don't want it, but you know, like people are going to be fucking sad boys and they're going to be upset and I don't give a fuck, uh, make something good. Nope. So make it good. And you know what? That, that ties in perfectly with what we're trying to get at. Mm -hmm. Like show love to the people. It's Mm -hmm. not about the drama. It's not about the competition. It's not like not which one is better. Us. If you're mad at Yo. if yeah. you're mad at what someone else is doing, yeah. it's because you're independently not doing a good enough job. You need yeah. to hundred percent. You need to. You're not going to get the shade from us. Yes. Always. You are throwing it at us, and I fucking live for it. Well, and and that again, mm. honestly, kind of brings it into what I was going to answer. And going back to what what Breezy was saying, mm. it's if you get past the labels that we stick on each other, yes. right? We, we, that's that, that's that, that's yeah. that. The three of you are all in different categories. You're in A, you're in B, and you're in C, and then I'll file you away that way in my brain. That right. is the easiest and honestly most cowardly way to go into could not dealing with anybody else more, right? So when you, when you actually think about it, where, like I started in front of house and I've had a few back of house runs as a kitchen manager and as a sous chef one time. And what I realized, especially in that sous chef role, was it's the same pressure, it's the same stress, it's just different stressors and pressors. Yeah. So yeah, as a bartender, I might get great tips one night. I might have shit for tips one night. And I have to. And deal your entire income is dependent on. Is those dependent tips. on it. Not so nothing. So you have to figure out ways yeah. to negotiate that relationship yeah. with all the people that are sitting at your you bar. You have to put you're yourself on stage, no matter how you fucking feel that show. night, to make your income. And, and you have to rent. be a chameleon to do you it. You gotta be fucking like prepping your shit up, and you you like if you're good, you're good, yep. and that's not fucking easy. Nope. And honestly, most of the time, it has nothing to do with how adept you are at making drinks. It has a whole lot more no to do with like what you're presenting, right? How, how you make people feel. The shittiest. Fucking drink. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no. Keep on going. You're good. Well, no, back of house, you also have the pressure of time. You have the pressure of everybody mm-hmm. else in the restaurant yeah. making, holding you accountable for whatever Staring timeline they have you. in their head. <laughs> While the entire time, mm. the temperature is slowly going up. And I will challenge any front of house person, anyone who has ever bartended, spend an entire night in a busy kitchen 
and understand what that does to your psyche as it gets hotter yes. and hotter yeah. and hotter as the night goes. Yeah. And if you can maintain literally your cool, and figuratively. Yeah, literally and figuratively. Yes. And if yeah. you can maintain your cool and you can also be that consistent with every dish that comes out, that is a level of perfection, if you want to use that magic. as the word. We'll use the word magic. A level of magic mm, yeah. that no one else in the restaurant is illusions, helped Michael. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, that is... That's the thing that I want people to understand because it's not yeah. its not some like once I know the cheat code, I clap my hands twice and this dish comes out perfectly. Mm. It's the same no. physical effort, effort every time. You have to be a person that like has some sort of like, I don't want to say street smarts or common sense, but like some sort of variation of one of those things um, to, to be like, I can mechanically and robotically do the same things with my body and the portions I have and the equipment I have but you're working with fire and you're working with equipment that is not consistent and you have to be able to adjust and pivot and flow and be like, huh, that doesn't look right. Huh, that doesn't, mm-hmm. like, yes. that doesn't feel you're right. You're a professional huh. problem solver no matter what you're doing in the yes. service industry. Exactly. It's the, the conflict between back and front of house is fucking annoying to talk about. It's like, it, it just... It's if, it, especially so at our Lynn Lake location. It's kind of, it's it's a different spot because our pizza is I wouldn't say the attraction, but because it it, it isn't. But food wise, you have to be front of house. You have to be explaining that like it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. It's going to be relatively expensive, and then like you bring them down with how ridiculously inexpensive the booze and the other like front of house stuff is and how free and the how friendship that, like, is meshes together <laughs> and that's like mm. that's another like whole other thing that the back house doesn't and can't like probably observe mm-hmm. and I, I you know we don't have a whole ton of people that have had that intermixed like setup but you know it's it's tough to ask people to be like just think about what you're trying to mm-hmm. sell and how you're trying to calm people down because, like, we have apps and we have other things that, like, we offer, but it's all about the fucking pizza. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, being up front, trying to calm people down about the thing that's, like, we promise it's going to be good. And then, like, ha- it's got a lot of weight on the shoulders up front. It's got a lot of sh- weight on the shoulders up back. It's, it's like, way closer to the intermix and then any other restaurant that I've ever been to or sure. I ever worked at. Because a lot of times it's, like, People just kind of fucking around up front and people fucking around in the back. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit because you don't give a shit. And then we all don't give a shit. And it's like, ah, all right. <laughs> who fucking gives a shit? Yeah. Here's, here's, here's a, a, an easy metaphor for any listener out there. Uh, if you're a front of house folk or if you're a more of a bar person and you don't quite understand why it's so tough being in the kitchen, watch any NBA player who makes millions of dollars shoot free throws. All they have to do is replicate the same thing. Over and over and over yeah. again. Use this today. No one in the history of the NBA has ever been perfect. Most people are decent at best. And they've been doing that their entire lives. And that's still that hard to replicate. Yes. Anybody in the back of house that's like, uh, front of house, bunch of lazy assholes. Watch any video of multiple hecklers yelling at a comedian. And watch them try to deal with the fact that I still have to stay up here to do the full show to get paid. And I also have to deal with these assholes 
in a certain way that keeps everybody else on my side and doesn't get me fired. And you were just serving somebody something that makes them into the worst yep. person fucking ever. And that's it right there. If you can 100%. watch those two things Mom. and you can that, understand whoa. that, you will feel that. Can I use that when I manage people? We sat down with Damn. one of our new cooks today who's a fucking peach, literally from Georgia also. That's, I didn't try that. He's... <laughs> The fucking best hired him on the spot. He's like, we're looking for a job. He's like, you're hired. Do work tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> he's the fucking best. And he's like, we were going through like the things. And we, it was a performance review, which we're just starting. Whatever. Either way, he was like, <laughs> we were like, like knife skills. He's like, I, I could learn, like, I do better knife skills. It's like, well, you know, like, it, you're not getting better at knife skills by not doing fucking knife work. Right. right? And it's like yeah. the fucking, like. Michael Jordan thing came up. I was like, oh, like, if I'm not good at three-pointers, I'm going to do three-pointers. Like, I'm going to work on that. You know, yeah. like, that metaphor came up today, and it was, it's very Needs close. Reps. Our new general exactly. manager, it's Patrick like, Denny. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is Big the one that brought out. it up, what in, up the, in the review. Time, he was Patty. like, think about it like mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. Yep. Wasn't good at three, free, three-pointers. Three Free-throwers. I am a sports <laughs> fan. <laughs> sports ball. <laughs> oh, he, he wasn't as good go. as three fingers as me, and I was like, hell yeah, I'll take the scotch. And I was like, what's up? Uh, yeah, but he's the one that brought up that metaphor, and I looked at him and I was like, "Yeah, nailed it. That's the <laughs> that one. Was, that was today. Thank you. you. Need those reps. Literally today. Yeah, you need those reps. Uh, All right, well, fuck. Exactly. Cheers. You're not oh, gonna yeah. get better. Charles, what are we, what are we drinking, by the way? Ooh, we're drinking that Sotol. Sotol. So, I love Coyote. you guys. This is one of my favorites. It's so good. Uh, yeah, Thank you so much is, for bringing this. this I, also very so mellow for Sotol. Sorry, Ben. To... Do you remember when I worked at um, the Mercado? I do. It was this like hilariously weird. High rise apartment complex lobby restaurant. It was yeah, it was a lobby bar and restaurant with oh like panini presses to heat things up, but a surprisingly incredible uh, quality list of both ingredients and 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 liquors. Yeah, we outside looking in, you hear lobby bar restaurant. And you're thinking like, yeah, it was a bar in a lobby, and that certainly didn't have hot plate cookery behind the it was literally the just food. the lobby there wasn't Only a kitchen that. and it yeah. was literally mm-hmm. just in the lobby some of the best tacos shout out jeff urkel shout out jeff, jeff urkel that was his who was baby our child introducer mm-hmm. our, our introducer <laughs> is that a word <laughs> i love it i don't care what it is who gives a shit but yeah Let's anyway uh the subtle from there yeah um, that's this the coyote was there we, this is nope. okay so uh i i brought i had a lot of liquor reps mm-hmm Come to us. I was like, I had a lot of liquor. I had a lot of liquor. I mean, I did. I drank a lot, which is very unfortunate. Um, Those are usually, you know, tied together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lordy. I had a lot of liquor Um, that day. But every time I had a liquor rip come in, I'd be like, the weirdest, wackiest, crazy shit that you get your hands on and gets put into your warehouse, just bring it. Mm -hmm. Just bring it here. Um, I, and so, yes. so this is the first time that I ever had the Sotol. And then, and we had like all three of what I could get. Yeah. Cause it's like, on, it was like the, yeah. the pink, uh, neck and like the, the yellow neck yeah, the and yellow the blue neck. neck. There it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the, uh, I, I want to, oof, this is just me with a very bad memory, but the blue wax neck was the, the Pechuga? Pechuga Yeah, one? I think that was the Pechuga. Yeah. That sounds right. I could be mixing it Smoke up. I don't right. know. I mm. also drink. <laughs> We're going into an agave topic, which is... Let's go. This is going to be a 
yeah, we're talking about agaves that we enjoy. Yeah, also, this it. thing, I'm going to make a controversial uh, a comparison of what this tastes like to me. Because I get black pepper and I get fruit. And it makes me think of like, first I was like, tahine mango. And then I was like, nah, that's not really on point. Actually, what this makes me think of is when, uh, when I was a kid and I'd pick a tomato out of our garden, I would always pour like crazy amounts of black pepper on it. This Ooh. tastes like a nice, beautiful, sweet heirloom tomato fresh in the summer with black pepper on it. You know what's really funny is... Nice. Go, Melon, cucumber. Yeah. I, go the, I go the complete opposite way. And uh, at one of my first uh, downtown restaurant jobs, mm. uh, our chef pushed out like a special. He was trying to see if it would catch on. And it was a crostini with... Flatbread. No, oh. it, was, it was an actual crostini. <laughs> triggered. With a schmear of, of cream cheese, mm. and then it That's was a, a balsamic-soaked strawberry sliced with fresh cracked black pepper on top, and yeah. then a basil leaf. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I get a yeah. lot of that in That's this. Fucking That's fucking crazy. That's yeah. all right Hold there. Hold on, though. Was it a, was it a queefy balsamic? Or was it, it was not. Some real no, balsamic. No, it was actually <laughs> just a like fruit by the foot. <laughs> yeah, it's so fruity. It's crazy how fruity it is. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let me pop out this topic. So we're since we're drinking agave here tonight, let's talk about like the wild range of characteristics that can be found in agaves. That's name a, name your favorite characteristic in, in agave. Like, what flavor are you chasing? If you're like, I really, I know it might vary, but is there like one characteristic that you absolutely adore in agave spirits? I chase grassy, and yeah. like yeah. lots of cucumber, like. Like, that's, you know, that's the fruity, like, cucumber, banana, pepper, bell pepper, like, mm. kind of sharp. Like, a lot of smokier, I don't know, like, I've had, I've had a, like, I shouldn't say banana pepper, it's fucking Anaheim. Um, but, like, really, <laughs> really sharp bell, sharp vegetal. Sure. That's the shit that I want, and you, I want to be able to taste, like, not to be a fucking piece of shit, but, like, the terroir of, like, oh, is it really sandy mm. and gross? Because mm. that sounds awesome, too. And, like, is it super, super grassy, salty? I want it. Mm. Yeah. And I love experiencing all that it has to offer. By far, my favorite kind of spirit is anything that's agave. I guess I was going to say mezcal, but... You know, Durango, fucking so tall, whatever, Polke. Yep. I, I can't, I can't not want to drink that. Yeah. And, you know, even the fucking bubblegum, whatever, you know, it's, it's just more interesting and more natural and, like, so fucking weird. And Isn't amazing. it wonderful, like, the range of yeah. characteristics that can be found in it's, agaves? It's the best. It is it's my incredible. favorite. And, like, it doesn't have to all be, like, burning tire rubber and, like, just fucking, you just smoked a cig in mm-hmm. hot box your car with it. Give me some hot chemical gas. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> just, yeah, it doesn't have to be horrifying gross. A lot of times those are, like, the more affordable bottles that are available. But it's also, like, you know, Delmage Vita, for example, it's, like, it's hard, hard smoke, hard whatever. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. Love Del Miguel. Anything really. I Absolutely. had a bad batch. Um, literally, like any agave spirit, I'm gonna love. Except 
the Casamigos, the Espelon, <laughs> way too vanilla forward. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I feel like it fits better it. as a cologne than it does sometimes it's as buck. a spirit. It's a little rough. As, I don't know if I can as do it. cologne. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I, so I, I started there. So I another one. The, God damn it. Whiskey was the first spirit that I really kind of got into. Mm. Same. And I fell down that like uh, brown sugar vanilla hunting all of that. Fuck yeah. Whiskey. And I had. I had had, I Cuervo'd myself in college, so I was like, oh, I don't like tequila. Mm-hmm. And then I started working in a restaurant that K-O actually by had, Cuervo. correct. Yeah. And then I had a real tequila, <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Wait and, a second. And what I loved <laughs> yeah. was the way that it overlapped with Why whiskey. Why like springtime? At first. Yeah. And then what I have, the way that my palate where was, where, gone, where did you have your first uh, good one? It's a, 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 a restaurant that no longer exists, RIP uh, Goodfellows. Ah, because uh, I was I was wondering if you can say Asia. It was not Caterpillar Lounge oh is where I God, discovered I tequila. Loved Asia. I really so, discovered tequila. I was trying to act like I was a baller and I was buying way too expensive shots and I was like, "Hold up, this is actually worth like, it." This means rest. Yeah. Actually, just like actually me, worth I've been it. So a <laughs> little bit of happy hour is so awesome. Little yeah. bit of as somebody who worked there, little bit of PTSD because the <laughs> owner of Asia called Patron Mexican Holy Water. Tom Fong. And as soon as the the doors were closed and everybody was out. You were stuck on the hook, probably finishing a bottle of Patron with him. And so I did not drink any tequila when I was there. I was, mm. if fair, I was, fair. if that I was, was, a I was wondering, I'll, I'll say it right now. Too. You can't catch me. If I was working, it was Rumplemints. Mm. And after work, <laughs> if Tom wasn't there, I only wanted to drink gin or whiskey. Because there were some anything. nice bottles there. There were some great bottles there. Were there were some nice bottles there. <clears throat> but no, uh, Goodfellows, I had a, a glass of. Oh my God! I used to know what it was. It was a very, very uh, beautiful. I, I honestly, I think it was one of the expressions of Don Julio mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, either the repo I or the. Yeah, you know, that. And it like knocked my socks off. Definitely a gear change comparative to Cuervo, which is you know correct. Like, Basically, can, can you call it. But still, like? yeah. But still, <laughs> just like maybe. a vanilla sugar bomb, right? Mm. And so, what I've really fallen in love with is I want to. I honestly, I started chasing terroir, and it. I think it was hand in hand with me starting to learn about wine is I wanted to find weirder, more unique flavors. And now I catch myself like when I'm looking for it, I want something where I feel like I can taste the slate or the clay or the richness of the the earthiness. You like that. I love that earthy character of it. It's like all of us. We're looking for a story to latch on to. Yeah. And I, sometimes I want to hear the story of like the little village where this is made and all that. But But sometimes I just want the flavor. Right. I want to, I want to taste that story and maybe not know anything. His story. You like find one that isn't like a a story of a little, of course, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's also, Cute, fun, amazing, but mm-hmm. it's like the product speaks for itself. Correct. And they're all banging. And that, make, like, the story then makes me like it more. But I really love when I can find, and I would say this across the board, but agave, like you said, honestly, Jeff, you nailed it. You can really, for spirits, this might be the, the thing that you can get closest to terroir and wine. Agave spirits really reflect where that peanut is growing, all of that. And I think that is such a wonderful and very fragile thing that we both have to celebrate but also protect. Right. Like, I want to tell everybody about it. I want everyone and no one to know Tell the world, but no one listens. (laughs) Correct. 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 That's that's why when I started working at Constantine, like, it was, like, total whiskey, and I was like, 
like, sick, I want to get into whiskey. Yeah. And going through yeah. all the whiskeys that we had there, it was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. I'm really excited. And, like, a month later, I was completely burnt out. I mean, like, this is fucking maple or vanillins so Jeff, and black pepper. And I was like, this tastes just like this. And so the one same, out same. of fucking 150 every time, would be like, oh, this one's really good. So And then, like, going to Agave is like, this is completely fucking different, bottle to bottle. And it's like... The maturation period of like, oh, you can make whiskey in a fucking day. Good for you. And then yeah. you just like put yeah. it in the rickhouse and it's like, if it does good, then you could blend it and whatever. It's like you have the agave, the maturation's on the plant, and they then you can do it. Uniqueness. And it's like that's yeah. yes. that was such a draw to me that it's like yes. this, is- this is a fucking plant, this is a cactus, and you're just like sipping on its blood, which is so <laughs> dope. Damn, metal. It's metal. metal. It's fuck. fucking metal. So, High five. It's so it's fucking metal. metal. Yeah. It's also, without a doubt, the best spirit. And if you have another idea, you're wrong. So, Jeff, like, what I say now when I characterize flavor components in spirits is that the range of flavor characteristics in American bourbon, for instance, I put my hand out, like, as far as my fingers will well cross. And, you know, I can't see it, but that's, that's the distance of flavor. Right? Trash. That's the distance of flavor. Totally. And it, yeah, whiskey's good. Cool. But I'm fucking bored of it. I'm sick 100%. of it. 100%. The yeah. flavor characteristics of an, in agaves or rums is, is why is my arms are going? I was just going to bring up rum. Hanging my, hanging my arms Charles, out. We're on this the same is, fucking page. Rums and agaves. The flavor characteristics. Oh, I don't know if he was getting beer, but it, no, <laughs> you can get one in a second. But uh, yeah. So, so Breezy, what we're, uh, what we're curious about is what is the flavor characteristic in agaves that you chase the most? Is it like grassy, cheesy, funky, slate, earth? That's a really, yeah. Umami, so, like so many ways when to it go. comes to wine, because I don't know a ton about wine, and I've never been like a wine enthusiast, not to trademark name that magazine. Yeah. Um, when, I, when, I, when I go out to dinner and, and we go somewhere nice that has a good wine list, uh, my go to phrases are like, give me something mineral and mm. funky, bright and bright. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Snappy. I like, I like dry citrus. Grapefruit White Claw. Thank you so much. Um, and I, I know, like, the go-to words I can say somewhere that someone's going to pick a glass mm. or a bottle out for us that's going to be like, fuck, yeah, this is what I want. In, a, in agave spirits, the, the most exciting thing is that you don't know what it's going to be, and that's so mm. fucking rad. Yeah. It's the excitement of, like, ooh, ooh what's this going to have in store is for me? Is it going to be actual yeah. corn? Yeah. Because of and the elote. Have you had sick. that elote one? Yeah. There's oh like my several elote. How does it taste like elote? It's so, it's, oh, it says pechuga like because they cook a yeah. chicken above it? Yep, yep. Oh, they, the, the goat um, pechuga from Del Maguey? Oh, my God. Un-fucking-real. All of them. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, how resourceful to be yeah. like, I am cooking this pina in the ground. You started a fire. And I have a fire. Yep. So why don't we just also cook lunch or dinner? Mm. Is like... Like, to, to say, like, this is the pechuga because that is where we cook our mm. chicken. Like, mm-hmm. fucking hell yeah, brother. And a little that bit of fat so in a spirit. Yeah. never hurt anybody. Yeah. You know? You know yeah. Yeah. It's Anyways, um, so to answer the question is, like, dog, I, and this is, like, kind of brings us back to the pizza question you asked earlier. I, I, the, the unknown, the, the, like, what could it be, what, what's in store, I don't, I don't know. It, it's exciting to feel like... You know, because all of us in our jobs is like professionals and like trying to like make our way in this world. We're like making my way downtown, <laughs> <laughs> okay. walking fast, Randy fucking Carlisle over here. Um, 
Diddly, 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 diddly. We all want to get a handle of what we got. That was for Vanessa. We love you, girl. Well, Vanessa Carlson, not Brandy Carlisle. I'm a fucking asshole. Carlton. Okay. Carlson. I'm a bigger asshole. Pretty sure it's Carlsman. Carlsberg. Um, we we want to have like a feel about what we're doing. We want to like Vanessa feel like we have control and we, we are knowledgeable of the things that we're in. We also understand the more you know, the more you know you don't know and being mm-hmm. conscious of that. But the most exciting thing about agave is that it is brand and fucking new every time and that it's so sick. So you love the luck and of the draw. I love, I'm, and that's why I'm so good at luck yeah. and chance games like Yahtzee yeah. and gambling. Yahtzee <laughs> and gambling. My pull tab game is strong as fuck. I believe that. Yeah. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. Lucky mm-hmm. fucking ducky. Yeah, I'm a lucky duck for Just sure. sick for me. But honestly, if you, if you would just embrace it, like, yeah. I don't know. Let's fucking give it a shot. It's, I, it's yeah. worth, if somebody thought that shit is good enough to bottle and slap a label on and put all this effort to get it somewhere, mm. especially if it's not, like you said, Jeff Casamigos, because it's got George Clooney's fucking name on it. If it's someone that's I like, I have a, well, I know, but you know what I'm saying? It's got a batch, it's too. got a batch number on it. It's got a label. It's bottled. It's yeah. literally took time and effort of many people to travel somewhere to get it into your fucking mouth. Fuck yeah, surprise me. Let's go. Love it. Yeah, I mean, I love all characteristics of agaves. I mean, you know, let's, let's call it space space, 95%. But what I'm, the thing, that I, <laughs> the thing that I seek out that I love the most when I'm like, oh, I want that fucking thing is umami. I want yeah, yeah. pachuga. I want a cheesy ricea. Like, uh, I'm good for now. I, I love those, like, deep, rich... Uh, Umami characteristics, unctuousness, the word that my wife laughs at me every, she giggles every time I say unctuous. Oh, I love that word. Oh, unctuous. so unctuous. But yeah, oh, unctuous, <laughs> unctuous pachugas or like a cheesy ricea. And I remember the totally. first time yeah. I had a cheesy, funky ricea, I was like, if something's wrong with this, it's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the first totally. time I had, you know, a Brett wine. We have Brettanomyces in a wine. Yep. Sometimes it's on purpose. Sometimes it's by accident. But yeah. it's like the funk that you may yeah. seek out, Breezy, is like, mm-hmm. I love that. It doesn't work in every wine, but in the wines where it works, no. it works. And it doesn't work in every cheese, but when it works, you're like, oh, my God. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So all that, give me all that funk. Give me all that weirdness. Give me all that meatiness, like the carnivorous characteristics of a really mm-hmm. beautiful pachuga, you know, from mm-hmm. Delegay or anybody yes. else. Yeah. I don't care if it's turkey or pork or goat, or whatever. I just whatever want whatever protein. You I got, want. Yeah. I want that. It's mm-hmm. like a. It's you know that little meal in a in a two ounce pour. It gives 100%. you something to be like. And this is coming from someone with hella ADHD. I'm like, oh, a task? What can I find in here? Mm-hmm. Do I taste the goat? Do I taste the chicken? Mm-hmm. What am I tasting? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's what? almost the only thing that I'd ever consider like a flight of, because I think flights are stupid. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, have you been to Escondido at Central and Northeast Minneapolis? Oh, that is a good friend of ours. Yeah. Todd. 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 Yo, the fucking so Todd. Todd, Todd Mulhair. Todd Just saw Todd you at Francis IT. again. Hell yeah. Todd was the IT guy. Of Herkimer and Motoe, when I when I got hired mm-hmm. there a million years ago, yeah, he was like we got IT. Right. Yep. He was uh, Rewards Network. He was like, you know, like the data and like just like whatever, whatever, like weird techie shit. Uh, on the brink of like, I remember working at the Herkimer and having a meeting where my managers were like, "Are you on social media?" 
promote that you're working. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Honestly. And now it's just like second nature. That's yeah. just what we do. Like when we they'll look up. at your social media profiles before they hire you. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or like be working tonight behind the stick. Come and say, what's up? <laughs> yeah. like, and I literally do that all the time. But, um, but you know, like that, I remember having that conversation um, at Herkimer and he, he was on top of all of that shit. Dude, he's morbidly mm-hmm. obsessed. He's got his iPad with all yes. the photos on it. Mm-hmm. And you're goddamn right because the first thing he said about like, Cause I, wouldn't mm-hmm. do, I wouldn't do a flight of anything anywhere except there. And what it is is when I sit down in that room, I say, dude, just like, Let's let's pick you know let's pick Sotols, dude. Give me like the four yeah. coolest Sotols you have right now. Just and it's not a fight. I'm just Fuck like pour me four. Me up. Pour me it four Sotols. Is someone yeah. that no, gives a shit back to the give a shit comment. Yeah. He gives a lot. Of shit. He gives every shit. It is literally his life's passion. Yeah, him and his so wife, uh, so Lisa, are yeah. so fucking tight. They're yeah. one of the most coolest people we've ever met, and he he just like he found something that gets him excited and it's like fun for him. Yeah. And and I think yeah. more than anything else, like we talked about before, mm-hmm. it's seeing someone that is like stoked about something and you want to feed off that energy. Like yeah. you're stoked about it. Fuck yeah, I'm Let's stoked go. about it too. Let's go. Let's go. And then you're feeding off each other's energy. And it's not like he's a excitable boy. Like I'm like, you no. know, like you guys walk, yeah. like Ben, you, you walk I, in fucking the bar. I and I'm wag like, my tail. <laughs> you <laughs> certainly you know I mean? do. I'm like, stop yeah. what I'm doing and yell yeah. and yeah. run to like jump in your arms. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's a little more even keel. But, yeah. like, yes. it does not at all translate to how passionate mm. he is about I wanna, shit. I want to dap yeah. up the fact that, like, you know, we're talking about places that are central to us, even though we have listeners elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But if you're ever considering visiting our fine city in Minneapolis. Best city ever. The Escondido, Escondido is the best agave bar. And I am, you know, I travel everywhere, and I'm always seeking out agave spirits among other things it's the best agave bar in the midwest oh there's no better agave bar in chicago milwaukee whatever you want to fucking say there's no better agave bar than that this dude is bolting back and forth bringing stuff back when you said if they put a label on it the first thing that occurred to me was todd because he's got shit back there i don't know if i can even say this on the air he's got shit with tape in a jug this is in a jug we we were lucky enough to go to his house years ago we went for a party and like we were we're, I mean, not necessarily, we weren't new to the game, but we're like, we're always been like excited and that, I think that's kind of excited a, a to cute, learn. fun yeah. thing yeah. about us. And like, we went to their basement and it was a fucking another day at that bar, right? Essentially, it was like, it's oh, what's the this? And he's like, oh, let me opened. tell you this. And he had, like, their basement bar is unbelievable. It was so fucking fun. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of, pro- I mean, I have a bad memory, but I, I, I <laughs> feel like that probably paid a big, like, it, it, it probably played a big role in uh, me switching from the whiskey because whiskey's trash to the agave <laughs> and fuck whiskey all day, every day um, to, to like, being, like, because it's more fun. Yep. There's so much more mm-hmm. about it. And, you know, like like you said, Todd's a little more even keel and see him get excited about it. Like, that mm-hmm. makes people that get excited about yeah. stuff get excited about stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. kid in the candy shop shit. He, he was, like, sending us with, like, bot, like you said, bottles that didn't have fucking labels yep. and, like, had this shit. And I was I, like, this is the best shit I've ever had in my life. And I'll and never then, have it again. You know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, like, just, we're, we're killing the bottle. Back. Like, we killed the fucking Imagine bottle. that happening with a bourbon in someone's face. Right. No, I'm literally, like, literally, that's yeah. what I'm about to say, Doc. I'm going to circle back shit. the <laughs> very first time that I think, oh, fuck, maybe it was, like, one of our birthdays, Jeff, or our anniversary or something, but mm-hmm. uh, I was still working at the Herkimer, and Todd uh, oh, yeah. came in 
to celebrate whatever we were celebrating. And he goes, okay, this is a bottle of Hill Rock whiskey. Yep. This is the weird rectangular shape of this yep. bottle. Mm-hmm. Hill oh, Rock shit, is rectangle. in upstate New York. <laughs> Shout out rectangle. <laughs> Damn, everything is It's Hill Rock with a W in front of the R-O-C-K. <laughs> It all started there. But if, if you haven't seen it, back. Hill Rock yeah. looks like a giant perfume bottle. It sure it does. does. It really does, yeah. Very and elegant. He, he gave it of the bottle to Jeff and I. Rock I Hill. Rock Hill. Right? Rock Hill whiskey with the horse on it? No, Hill Rock is no. different. Hill Rock. Hill Rock. The different whiskey? New York. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just thinking of Rock Hill, which is a well. I don't know this whiskey. You're talking Blanton's? Okay. No, Rock Hill whiskey. Rock Hill, yeah. Rock hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> the Rock doesn't care what you think it's called. Are you called. talking about Terra right now? Or? The Rock Johnson is Wait. concerned oh, no, no, about okay. Wait, hold on. Charles, what did you think it was called again? Rock Hill. No, it doesn't it matter what you thought it was called. <laughs> I have to do a bad elbow. impression every time, Charles. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. So you got no, a bottle of No, don't ever be sorry. This is Not hilarious. That. No, yeah, no, that, that's Can I see that? You just looked up on your phone? I like to call phones paperweight-sized computers. Also the horsey. Also, uh, you know what's great audio is uh, showing no, pictures of <laughs> Wait, let me see it. Subscribe to, to our video podcast okay, that we don't have. This bottle is a nice bottle, too. There's the Hill Rock. Here's Certainly the not. Hill Rock. That's exactly what we have. Yeah, yeah so, all the okay, way around. So, th- so he gives us this bottle of Hill Rock for some sort of celebratory reason. Right. And um, <laughs> I'll never forget because this is like, you know, my uh, mid-20s. Mm-hmm. And I'm... Freshly new to being the bar manager and uh, starting to slowly learn how to manage floor shifts and like having responsibilities and like, <laughs> and he, he looks at me and he hands me this bottle and he's like telling me all about it. He's like, it's upstate New York. They've got their own farm. They grow their own stuff, blah, 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 whatever. And then he goes, he hands it to me and I like, I go to grab it and like a fucking movie scene. He like pulls it back and he goes, it's not something you shoot back like Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn, do you know me or you what? To me? Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, and I was like, I appreciate you saying that, Todd. Thank you so much. I will savor it. And then you did it anyways. Like, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Like, like we're not going to do that. Just look him in the eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah and like, <laughs> like, just sur- like, yep. Like spiral tornado, it like you do when you empty out a bottle into yep. your mouth hole. Yeah. Uh, well, honestly, like given the fact that we were just talking about agave, I feel like everything that we just said is kind yeah. of reflected in this Las oh, Mirapas oh, oh. from Del Miguel. Mm. I mm-hmm. think that this is such a beautiful, beautiful version of for things that we can get a hold of in the north part of the U.S. Mm. I think that this is an incredibly beautiful and it's so good. Not easy to get your hands on, but like. Easy to find. Easier than it used to be, which is the beautiful thing about Del Maguey. If you can find Del Maguey uh, mezcals where you are located, they have such a wild arrangement of, of characteristics. The Las Milpas, I really love because you get that smoke and sort of the bright fruit right in the front. But mm-hmm. then it's sort of that, that like rummy molasses, like thick sweetness underneath. And it yeah. just pulls all of the sharp notes in together and then holds them across your palate. There's a little sweet spice. I love. There's like love a little it. like clove, little anise yep. in there, mm-hmm. especially Can um, you? counterbalancing the the the, the last hand that, one, hand, the, hand that one over. This sits in in contrast to this sits whole. I get a lot of like sweet spice in there. That's like a little bit of anise, a little bit of clove. Oh mm. shit! I've drank this. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, 
That was the feature. This is Del, Del McGay is the first mezcal I've ever tried. Yeah, it obviously. Was, it was right. Vita is like, um, fuck. This is gonna sound so inappropriate, but it's like the Jose uh-huh. Cuervo of mezcal, and not the way that it tastes, mm-hmm. but of the availability that they made it to. Yeah, us, it was right? ubiquitous. Yeah. It, it is what we know mm-hmm. and what is like the baseline mm-hmm. for. I wish that was my first because my first was Monte Monte Alban. Shit, Jinx. You guys just say my Jinx right there. Where's the clap? Like the Roy (laughs) Sun episode. And it's also. No, I got the laughs. Yeah. Monte (laughs) Alban. Hit all the fucking buttons because Monte Alban was like (laughs) the color of fucking Jose Cuervo. Uh huh. Tasted like. Fucking dog dick. With a weird-ass maggot just oh, floating in the bottom. God damn it. it. Oh, I was about to be like, you guys have never heard of this. And no. you said the weird maggot at the bottom. I was like, yep. You've yeah, seen it. I've seen it. It has like the really bad, yeah. the, like the tattoo font for the guy that gets like no regerts across <sighs> yeah. his chest. Yeah. It's that font. Yeah, old yeah. English? No. That's maybe the yeah. only, Not, I think that is but the like only. bad old, like it's like mold English. Like terrible yeah. calligraphy Mold skill. English. Old English. Okay. Like like the kid that you didn't want to talk to in high school's math textbook. That's what it looked like. Yo, yeah. dog. <laughs> that was no. That wasn't. There's like I was a, an advanced. The red M and everything else is different color. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna throw it. We we should all. I think yeah, cheers, everybody cheers. has a little bit. With us. Let's yeah. cheers it around. So this is delicious. Salute. Yay. I'm yep. not getting Salute. nearly as much baking spice as you're talking about, but it mm. is fucking. Cranking. So while we're talking about flavors, I'm gonna turn it to breakfast. Breakfast. I love. So breakfast. breakfast, I love because it can be bougie or it can be bargain friendly as can be, right? 100%. So what I want to know is on both ends of the spectrum, right? If you're trapped on a desert island, but somehow you have an endless supply of breakfast cereal, what is your one breakfast cereal that you want to hang with, and then? If you have one last meal, but it happens to be a brunch, what's your bougie ass brunch meal? I'm thinking about the pizza that you won with. I love that. So I want to take that from the middle and separate it out to the sides. Dog. It's going to be confusing for us. Can we play like, uh, what was that weird game on the, uh, I don't know what network is on, Sun Game Show Network now, but... um, uh, when you have to ask the couples questions and see if they match answers, like newlywed uh, game, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> can I can I say what I think Jeff will I, say? Yes. Ooh, you yeah. know. Oh, I love that. We've never had this on the show. Ooh, I'm say. I love this. Thank you so much. Right. I love game shows uh, like more beautiful. than I can tell you. Like if I could only watch the game show network for the rest of my life. Wait, can I put I'll it on it. something first? Can I write it down. Uh, yes. Now you know it anyway. Go Put it in your brain. You can just yeah. say yes We're going to no. believe you, yeah. okay? 100%. Okay, so I don't the feel breakfast like you're going to Please believe. Yep. Okay. Coco Dino Bites. 100%. But <laughs> so not even Coco Dino Bites, but Coco Dino Bites, the shit Coco you get Dino at the... Coco Dino Bites. Malto meal? That shit is fucking... In the big bag. Okay, okay. The commercial. Commercial when you're kids, when they like, they get down, and he's like... You know when you buy your breakfast cereal for a bargain, you should shop down here. Yes, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. That is the fucking because, shit we because, still buy. Because that was, that was Fruity Toots, not Fruit Shut Loops. Shut the fuck up. And that was, like, I can't remember the, the fake Cocoa Cheerios. Dino Bites. I just got to tell you, babe. I picked the best time to just take a video randomly. Yeah, I was about to <laughs> say, like, you fucking completely nailed it. You're like, nice well, shot. I know what's going to happen. Oh, I you knew. knew what crush I was on the script. Yeah. Break dancing over here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was outstanding. That's amazing. Go. All right, so, so was I right? So 
Yeah. So yeah, that's obviously. the cereal. Yeah. Okay. So what's the bougie breakfast then, Jeff? No, uh, you guess her cereal, and then we'll get oh, into bougies. Oh, do that. I her cereal is fucking granola and blueberries. You're fucking right at it. <laughs> okay. Which wait, is also our dessert. With, that wait, we wait, 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 wait. With milk or yogurt? Uh, oat milk. Oat milk. Okay. Love it. Oat love milk. It, love it, love it. That's what makes a cereal, right? Pizza owner. <laughs> So. I'm a lactose intolerant pizza owners, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Big time. Unique yeah. unicorn. But is it's it also like we've been, we've been we'll eat like the New spiciest York. shit on the planet and then counteract that with like the granola. Like that the, the mm. breakfast shit is our dessert. Sure. Yeah. For breakfast we generally eat like fucking spaghetti. Or like we well, we do a lot of yeah. Italian you know, of you. we, we yeah, flip flop it every day. Like right. it's usually I want something like vegetable focused mm-hmm. and spicy and like rice, like noodle, rice grain. and healthy as soon as yeah. I wake up. But it's never as soon as we wake up. You mm-hmm. know how that life goes. You wake up and you're later. like, it's two o'clock and I haven't mm-hmm. eaten. I fucking am doing a bad mm-hmm. job at yeah. taking care of myself. But so I intermittent intermittent fasting. I don't think that's how it works, but I appreciate your <laughs> yeah. comments. Shush, shush, shush. No, Those are words. With that. Yeah. Those are things that people, people will and not. Sean <laughs> 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 yeah. Mulaney's stand-up. Anyways, um, yeah, so, I mean, we we as a couple have for a very long time have always, like, we wake up and it's, like, savory. And mm-hmm. it's healthy and let's go. And then at night, that's when we do breakfast food because breakfast food is so, like, heavy and, like, fucking sugary or whatever and i mm. never crave that shit when i wake up like honestly mm. I've, i don't yeah. i don't do it so we when we eat cereal at home it's our dessert before we go to bed love it that's yeah. i'm out of that no i eat more like, cereal no at night than i do in the morning 100 percent. Mm. that is yeah. that's fucking dessert mm. it truly dessert, is like the cereal for breakfast is a horrifying mm. game <laughs> like <that's>, you're <laughs> having candy and like uh, liquid candy, really floating I mean, in dairy. Yeah, well, without a doubt, uh, you know, like, uh, man, I don't know. I, All right, so what's your what's your bougie breakfast item? Like, if you have one, if if you're like, I'm dead at noon, I have one brunch item that I want. What is that? Have Damn, to be it's one item. I was going. Uh, yeah, brunch. I never. Well, I meant like brunch, I, I meant because like <laughs> breakfast. It, Brunch includes more Yo, savory up. options. Easy answer. It's the fucking pizza you won with, isn't yeah, it? Like, that's the easy answer. So it's so good. good yeah. I mean, there's a God. probability that I was trying to lob you a fucking softball, Ooh. but that's fine. I never. I don't ever do am sports. Gonna suck my own I'm dick so like sorry. That. I can't do it. Struck out a uh, t-ball. It's yeah, fine. 100%. Why? Why'd you have a van like that if you weren't gonna suck your well, own dick? Well, I was sucking other dick. I was like, get in line for me sucking dick. Uh, once again, my Hold fucking on. grandma right gave there, me that van because she's the. That best. might be the most perfectly clipped audio I will mm. ever find. Right there. I just want to remark. Why'd you get a van if you weren't sucking your own I just want to remark really quickly. No, I was sucking other dick. I was sucking other dick. I also want to remark for listeners. (laughs) Quan, this is important. I want to remark for listeners that the hardest I ever pop you, you, like, lose the laughter. Is that also erotic? He he doesn't laugh. He just, like, (laughs) he freezes. It's not picked up on the program, but he just freezes. The silent laugh? The silent laugh. That's it. That's when you, that's a really good, real yeah. when yep. you really hit me, hundred, I am so loud all the time, but when you really fuck me up, it's 100% silent. It, like, <laughs> it takes a while for the sound to get there. I put because, my thing down, flip it, and reverse right? it. Like, oh, God, that's fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I got lightheaded on that one. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Okay, so, so you, do, you don't want to answer your own pizza. 
What's your bougie yeah. breakfast food? I don't. I certainly don't have a bougie breakfast food. We do a lot of ramen carbonara. Yes. Oh, so we, we like to call it ramenara. Ramenara. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, that is. It's. That it, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just. Are you using like Maruchan or are you using like work, some Jeff. other ramen? Are you. Maruchan. Fucking. Season let's go. the eggs. With pecorino yeah. and the so- or the fucking seasoning packet. You know, honestly, that makes me hornier than if you had it's, like some fancy ramen right. noodles. That that maybe awesome. one of the most unbelievable thing. Have you ever had yeah. a little sizzler in your life? Yeah, of course. Well, or a little, sizzler, sizzler. little sizzler is yeah. by far the pinnacle of breakfast sausage. Nobody does a good housemate. Oh, you talking about like the little sausage. sausages? Yeah. Okay. I don't know the name. The only thing I've ever had. The only place I've ever had anything worth it, like even close to a good house breakfast sausage is Marty's Deli. And it like, it's good, but the fucking little sizzler is, it's got to have the stuff it's in it. It's scientifically formed. It's got to have the stuff. stuff. I'm a big it's fan like, of it's science. So, like, it's, it's like it's ruffled. <laughs> A little bit, so like yeah. it's really tacky. Yeah. It's it, not cased. It looks like it's been in a pool. Yeah, and so no. like the scariest part <laughs> is it's, it's, it isn't cased. Yeah. So you like you sear it off, and it's like, oh, look at that, no case. That's How confusing. is that together? How is that a link? How is that still together? <laughs> How Which is, is that like a link? <laughs> this is this is what I grew up on, and it is come like unbelievably outstanding. Anyway, the ramen carbonara with the fucking little sizzler is, is like. Quite possibly one of the greatest food items of, of all time. Uh, we'll probably it. hit yeah. you with that at some point for the general public because you have to have it. I want it's it. It's on. I feel. I feel so lucky yeah. that I get to eat. Yeah, it's, his it's food in our tiny, shitty good. little apartment and be like, like, I've been ma- like, making we don't even have a dining packets. room. <laughs> we we. We literally eat more food. This is going to be so inappropriate for so many people that are so against this, but we eat more dinners. Sitting up in bed than I do at Whoa, a table. Whoa, right here, right here, right the same way. Right here, really? bed. We, Jenny yeah. and I, have like when when I start cooking, mm-hmm. we decide whether or not she would spill it all over the bed or not, <laughs> and that's the only reason that we don't eat in bed. High five, There's like a, I don't know where the fuck the commercial is, but it's like, I think it's Popeyes, and it's like some gal like putting like a towel down on their bed. So like, oh like, yeah! I'm putting a towel down so we don't get so messy, and it's like coming up, bringing and it eating. on it, and then they're like a second later, they're just crushing Popeyes yep. in bed. <laughs> I'm like, I've never related to anything more in my entire. We have 100 percent done that multiple yeah. times. We got trays like we were like used to rock these trays in bed, and it's like we need new trays, and like we went shopping for fucking bed trays because like uh, once again, circling back to our apartment, it is ridiculously small, and it, you know we. We tailored our bedroom to be a bedroom. There's a gigantic TV and bed. Real and quick, I don't. I, hey, let's let's lower the the shame stigma of eating in bed. We live People in a house. Not it's a not a huge house. It's a small house, but also, we live in a house. TV trays yeah. a lost art. We still love oh, eating yeah, in bed. Yeah, because you know what's really awesome? Yeah. Like touching legs, well. maybe like wrapping a little ankle while you're sitting there just smashing food. Oh. And then when you're done, touch toes. You're love. pretty comfy. People, people and then hey, maybe I'm really comfy right now. I'm gonna hold on to this dirty dish for like 20 more minutes because I'm yeah. kind of comfy and we're watching a thing. Yeah. Vocally, and maybe maybe I'm full right now, but when we watch this episode of Ted Lasso mm. in 20 minutes, I'll have another bite. Facts. And that sounds dope as fuck. Sitting at a fucking yeah. dining room table is miserable. <laughs> it's 
Contextual. <laughs> it's contextual. I, I enjoy Sometimes. it. Sometimes. I'm not saying... Because yep. we have rooms we eat in. The bedroom is not one of them, and it's not yeah. because it's, like, inappropriate. It's just we never contextualize that. But, yeah. like, 100%. on our honeymoon when we were in San Sebastian, we went all around town, and we got pickles and charcuterie and cheese from all different shops and a bottle of wine from another shop. Yep. And we came, and we sat cross-legged in bed, and we had, like, this beautiful little picnic. That's so like, cute. Yeah, but Dude, the, the context yeah. doesn't exist in my home, but yeah. I don't have anything against it. That's Fucking dope. And yeah. we're not trying to put yeah. that shame on anybody else, obviously, no. because we there's a far a more appropriate places for me it. to eat. The TV well. tray, though. That's what's up. The 100%. TV tray, you can go anywhere. Lap, lap can, I, tray, can I talk TV about this? Floor around. So, back in the day, like, I t- okay. Oh, shit. Shut <laughs> <I love> up, Siri. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. Fuck off, Siri. Siri, iPhone watch. I hate you. Okay. I love Um, you. There was a moment, um, Jeff and I would be working very late at our jobs at restaurants. This is like fucking 10 years ago. Get done with work late. If we could meet up and hang out and get a drink at some place, then we would. Usually the ice house because it's across the street from our apartment. And then we'd sleep as long as we wanted to because we didn't have to work until three, four, five the next day, right? Like that's that, that's that life you're living. Mm. Second shift, done if you want to call it, right? And uh, uh, Jeff would always make us, quote, breakfast. And... I wanted to start this series on Instagram called TV Tray Series. Yes. And we had TV trays that oh, we yeah. got in an antique store that I would like yeah. top down, Nothing take a right. picture on my Hell yeah. fucking phone and be you like, got a, like a highlight for Hashtag TV Tray content. Series. Because I loved what he made us for breakfast. Oh, Good man. sandwiches, whatever it was. Like we, it was, I was yes. like, bitch, I'm going to make this a thing. And then I did it like four times and I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> You did it those times, you're like, I'm just going to crush this food. And also that, like, like, that's the other thing, you know what I mean? Like, we... The account exists, there's four posts on it. I yeah. fucking still just, like, there. it looks so but good, like, I want to fucking crush. To that and point, go. though, like, mm. other best breakfast food, fucking fried rice. There's egg, again, in a different yeah, way. And the starch. Pork and belly. Like, like, spice, and fucking sweet, savory. Like, it is, it's a proper dish. Mm-hmm. A lot of fucking brunch dishes you get. It's like fucking sweet bread and sweet stuff, and then sweet, and then powdered sugar, and then you're, you're, sweet you're, cream. You're meeting two just people like, that just do not cry. fuck with sweet shit yeah. unless it's late night. That's called dessert. Who are like, also on a podcast with two other people who really yeah. don't fuck with sweet. I mean, shit. It's yeah, a, let's go fight. It's a nice transition to my answer because I don't eat cereal, and like mm-hmm. if I had to answer, I would say. Um, like for the cereal thing, I either would have to say the cereal that I wanted when I was a kid, but we didn't, we weren't like able to get, or like my parents wouldn't get it from here. Was Cocoa Crisp? Was that the little cookies? Oh yeah, sure, Cocoa yeah. Crisp. Yeah. I bet I, I bet cookie I would crisp. hate it. Cookie I bet crisp. I would hate cookie it. Crisp. Cookie Crisp. Cookie crisp. There is a cocoa I go crisp. cuckoo for Cookie yeah. Crisp. I go caca for Cuckoo Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that Hell so yeah. well. Cocoa Crisp Cuckoo was that's Cocoa Puffs. I go also bangers because you could have just like the cookies. Yeah, it is. That's Cocoa Puffs. You could, have just, the, you could have just without milk, okay. like the weird ass milk, stork or whatever. Pie. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Animal? But yeah. like, so another thing I guess I can think of from the same time that um, I actually really loved, and it's weird and dumb, but like I was kind of a poor kid, and I would help my mom bake bread that she would sell to mm-hmm. church parishioners, and my breakfast a lot of time was a bowl of milk with ripped up flatbread in it. And I like, I have fond memories of how that tastes. Sure. So fucking like, awesome. I would do that right now, and I haven't done it in probably, Except man, 20 years probably. 30, 30 years. Can we, 30 can we do that? Let's do it together. Let's we do it talking, together. Are we talking ripped up pizza now? 
No, ripped up like Lebanese unleavened I, flatbread. I, I yeah. completely. I'm all pizza. about it. But we were, we were shaming flatbread earlier. No, flatbreads. <laughs> flatbreads. 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 I, I understand. No, I let's, be, understand. let's put it on the record Girl, that you're, 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 the, mm-hmm. the voice you're hearing is a Lebanese boy. Flatbread yeah. itself is uh, the holiest of holiest. Right? It's the unleavened bread. I'm not religious either, but I, am, I will worship flatbread. In terms of like breakfast, I am a breakfast slut. I just don't ever eat breakfast unless it's the weekend and I've had a lot to drink the night before and then I wake up real hungry because your body's like, give me some protein, give me some starch. Where'd that sugar go? You just fed me all night last night. That's just another reason why when people (laughs) call like pizza flatbread, how it's a fucking travesty. Yeah, this is flatbread. Right. We're talking like appropriation, motherfucker. Bread in fucking milk. (laughs) I was like, damn, that sounds. Oh, yeah. It sounds, yeah. Um, it sounds amazing. But like, but like not fucking Italian fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right. Flatbread. Not a with, flatbread. With cold flatbread. mozzarella somehow. Dude, for you sure. Know? So. Uh, like, dude, like a brunch. I was thinking, I was thinking like death row brunch. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like give me, if you have give one me last oysters thing. and pearls. Give me mm. omu rice. There you go. Give me canafes. We're talking death. Give yeah. me that's what I'm saying. Mm. Give okay, me no, French no, no, no. croissant. Then it, then, give me biscuits and gravy. Do you know what mine is? No. Fucking nachos. <laughs> give me yeah. nachos. We, we, Breakfast this nachos? wasn't specified as last meal. We're talking bougie. I don't know. We're talking about bougie. I was saying like if you had to, if you if you knew you were going to die and you had one last meal, but it. It was at like eleven thirty a.m. Into last I meal. don't care if it's eleven thirty a.m. If no. I'm dying, give me fucking yeah. nachos also, bell grande from Taco Bell. Oh, we we fuck up nachos, yeah. breakfast nachos at our house. But yeah, sorry. No, yeah. actually, I'm glad you got me off because I could go on for a half hour. Oh. It's basically, yeah. like those nine breakfast items and like mm-hmm. four others, I'd be like, yeah, it's gonna take a while for you to yeah. electrocute my ass because. Yeah. I'm going to eat everything in front of me right now. I'm Slowly. As a, as a person who worked brunch for many years at restaurants, um, as a person who doesn't like sweet things very often, breakfast and brunch, I get it. Mm. I totally understand. Mm. I fucking hate it. Mm. I get it. But, but, but on the same note, give me a fucking, your version of the McDonald's Egg McMuffin with cheese. And I will, or sausage egg McMuffin with cheese. Yeah, like a dope breakfast. I breakfast will sandwich. fuck that shit ooh, 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 up ooh, so let me tell you, hard. Let me tell you this weekend, girl. Yeah. I went to Cafe Sarah's with my wife when she yeah, yeah. was on oh, yeah. spring break last week. It's in Minneapolis. They have two locations now, but the location, the original location in Linden Hills, Minneapolis, mm-hmm. has uh, new breakfast sandwiches now. And to contextualize this for people outside the cities, Sean McKenzie, who is their wonderful, uh, incredible baker, Beard, she um, is she is a James Beard finalist. Yep. In all of the United States. She's so fucking rad. Their breakfast Fuck sandwiches yeah. are at that Linden Hills location. Yeah. I got one for the first time when my wife and I went there last Friday morning. And it was like this like Moroccan spice sausage patty and the yeah. egg and the cheese and this like perfect bun. It was like, uh, oh, Marnie was like, I don't really feel like an English muffin. And then I got it. She's like, oh, that's not like what I was thinking. And I was like, no, Sean McKenzie made this motherfucking thing. It was it was beautiful. I bet you yeah. would absolutely. Yeah. If you've not had that, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't because uh, we've go. been a little busy. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? And I feel bad about that because you know that's <coughs> one of our favorite things to do is when we have time off. I want to support this fucking community that is mm-hmm. so sick. You know, like that's what's up. We talked it's earlier. The only drawback, uh, really. It really is the only drawback because I don't have time to like yeah. go spread the love. Like I want to, like I did when I bartended. When I bartended mm. four nights a week and would make 
bank and have three days off and I would just fucking give it back to everybody. That was the fucking best. Um, but <laughs> it's so sad doing what Sorry. we do. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's not being successful. <laughs> no, it's great. I fucking love it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. Yes. Well, then I'll just I'll jump in with my breakfast. Well, shit please, yeah, please, 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 please do. Help me out. So <laughs> this this argument, the breakfast cereal thing, yeah. started as like a side conversation while we were waiting for some things to happen. Uh, my my company was doing a photo shoot for some shit, and we were just killing time. We got into a breakfast cereal discussion, mm-hmm. and it weirdly <laughs> lasted a lot longer in my head than the discussion. The discussion was like two minutes, and it was done. But then I walked away with it because uh, sugar cereals were not allowed in my house when I was a kid. Wow. So I was like a weird like merc when I would go to my friends' houses. I was like, you remember the old stovetop <laughs> yeah. commercial where like the kid was trying to figure out where everybody's family was having Thanksgiving dinner? And, like, what time was Stovetop coming out? And then he was going to go yes. to, like, five different houses, mm-hmm. right? I would honestly sometimes do that with, like, soda pop and with breakfast cereal. Interesting. Wow. And in the same way. We went through a bunch of different ideas of, like, like Fruity Pebbles and, and Honey Smacks and all that shit. But what actually... Oh, God, Honey Smacks. What, yeah, right? What stuck with me, though, was uh, in my 20s, I went to a friend of mine's house whose both of his parents uh, were immigrants from Mexico and met in Minnesota at a restaurant. And so he had like the, the sort of like the duality of both worlds where they both had all of the history and wanted to try and bring the culture that they came with. But then also were like, we work in a, it was a, like a, a French ish restaurant. So we want to bring all of this other stuff to you. So they would try and like merge things together. So hmm. one of the things was they had horchata in the fridge. Yum. Bro. <laughs> Cinnamon toast crunch with Drinking horchata. And then at the end that of That is it, inception. You get to drink what? the cinnamon, cinnamon sugar cinnamon, horchata. Cinnamon, cinnamon get dog. I am that melting sugar, in my cinnamon, cinnamon sugar. See you laced cinnamon sugar. Use cinnamon toast crunch with cinnamon toast crunch. Correct. That dog. that literally changed my world what? and that is when i fell in that was my first ever time with horchata i had never had it before and so that's you had how the I best of the best of the best correct from the jump yep so you had the most homemade version of it yeah make some ice cream with, out of that with then all of the all of the powers of science <laughs> and technology and then they fused them together Drinking that bowl of cereal milk was life changing. Were you like the Zach Galifianakis gif? Were you seeing yes, the fucking yes. arithmetic? Only, only it calculus. wasn't it wasn't equations. It was just bottles of horchata just yeah. flying around my head. I can fly oh. twice as high. <laughs> exactly. Just cinnamon sticks. Yes, yes. Flying cinnamon stick like a little brown sugar coming through. Yeah. So and also then it's like the Mexican like Ceylon cinnamon. Yes. And like versus like. The Krylon, where the fuck? Oh no, it's it was like the fucking abrasive. But it was American, the two mixed together. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, like real sugar like, and whatever the fuck really that shit is. Yep. Say line, say less, baby. Say less. Say line like fucking Christopher Cross, <laughs> son. Yeah. So that's that's my answer, hundred percent. Synonym and synonym. For for the bougie 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 shit. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited. I. You too. 
Again, I wasn't thinking about going to a Can restaurant. Can I guess as my life partner? Yeah, please do. Cold fried chicken. You are very close. Oh, very, very close. So cold so, fried chicken? Yeah, yeah he does oh, like uh, I, I, the, I, he I likes mean, leftover cold fried I, I thought you said cold up. fried. I was no. like, I don't think that's no. available. No, like fried chicken <laughs> like, from the night before. Seems dangerous. It's like had this hot ripping pan of oil in a coal oven. <laughs> no. It has to be cold. Fried chicken from the night before is my uh-huh. favorite ingredient to cook with a in breakfast. thousand percent. Do it Dude, all the time. It's my shit. We do it all okay. So if I had to pick, though, if I had to say, like, if, yeah. if I'm, this is my last chance, I'm going to choose to cook it myself. Mm-hmm. I want legitimate hot chicken and waffles. It is. It is. Okay. I don't love sweet by sweet. I don't, I don't want that by itself. No. I, no. But if you give me some salty ass brined, so hot, the back of my neck starts sweating fried chicken, crunchy and beautiful and mm-hmm. juicy on top. And then I got mm. the actual maple syrup, crunchy on the outside, pillowy on the inside waffle. And I will straight up eat that fried chicken with a fork and a knife, which is something huh. I don't normally like to do. I will 100% in that carve instance, that shit up in that, in that instance because it has to be both hey, things that's a good point. Bite. I never thought of that. I, that's the only time I eat fried chicken with a fork and a knife is with chicken and waffles. Correct. Do you have like a, do you have a place it would come from or is there like a, like... A combination. There's would you do like a buckwheat waffle with wild rice in it? Or no, 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 real nope, waffle. No, I want, I want the fluffiest Dutch yeah. waffle. Sure, sure. Like super people's thick mileage will Belgian. vary. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's not Liège, but it's from yeah. the Holiday Inn. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> I, so I want that, like, like big pillowy, almost airy. Like if you squished it, it would very easily go down to like you know a thick piece of paper. Sure. But I want all that air in there because what I'm looking for is a little caddy to hold some syrup because inevitably I'm going to hit it with some hot sauce. That's the reason so you, now have you have waffles. Right, so now you have pockets mm-hmm. of spicy, salty, sweet maple syrup deliciousness. Mm-hmm. And Crunch. that's jazz, baby. That's mm-hmm. it, man. Like, So that to me, it's like, that's it. Like, I would take the time. If I knew that that was my last chance, I would do the full like two day brine on the. I feel like the such a garbage person being like nachos. <laughs> Fuck that! Nachos are amazing. What are they? I know what's they the are. Chicken? I like, I want, like none of these things. This is this is fucking end of times. Yeah, what's my it's great. End what's my chicken? Guys, yeah. what is what are the chicken pieces on top of? It if you have to pick two pieces of chicken, I'm gonna go. Uh, well, oh, fuck. either yeah. Either thigh. oh fuck, this is tough. Okay, thigh. I Come love on. no. I want to do. How is it hard? Because I thigh. go back and forth between drumstick. Let him speak, Jeff. What do you, what? Drumstick and wing, I fight over because I have to have one of them. One or the other. Because I, okay. I that's that's the second one I hit, and then mm-hmm. I want to gnaw it off the bone. So now you're it's doing that with chicken. fork and knife. No, that's the one I gnaw off the bone. See, that's what I'm saying. I mm-hmm. like fork. Yeah, drumstick okay. and wing is great. But if I'm if I'm branding it myself, I'm gonna okay. do the big breast piece. So that's the fork and knife. Okay, and then I get the super juicy, super greasy, probably drumstick. Titty and drummy. Titty okay. and drummy. Okay. I mean, I'm a. I'm <laughs> never mind. I'm not even Can gonna I tell you yes, a, a story it. of the best chicken and waffles? It's a tough I've question. Please. So we make a chicken patty at Rectangle Pizza Restaurant, uh, and <laughs> we got Eggo waffles, and we heated up our sausage gravy that goes on that breakfast pizza, and it was just two Eggo waffles. I'm in. The sausage patty. Already in. No, not so- sausage gravy and the chicken the, patty. The chicken patty. Mm-hmm. Sausage gravy. I'm in. Yeah. 
And it As was a like one of the most unbelievable things I've ever I, eaten. 100%, I will fuck that up. Yeah. You guys are dead. Dude, you can't There's, denigrate brunch because I want that. I want the ramen. Mm-hmm. I want the pizzas. Yeah. Here's but the nachos. The chicken and waffle on, sandwich guys, is like, can we that's speak like to this really quick, late night shit. Can we like, speak to this? We gotta smoke weed just in honor of it. We gotta speak to this. Let's do an episode of Munchies. I'm ready. Let's get really high next time. I want to recognize. We'll there, end up back at the. There's the a little bit of buried. Like really high. There's a little bit of buried audio in there that just deserves its time. What was that? Jeff, Jeff just said, "You have to smoke weed just in honor of this." Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like yeah. not even get high and eat this. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to this episode, you just have to smoke <laughs> weed and be like, "Yo, man, that shit's yeah. real." I love that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm stealing that from you. I was yeah, saying, it's, it is, bro. We, we should be doing an episode of yeah. Munchies where yes. you go around town and you end up in the kitchen and yeah. you go fucking go make ham. the shit that people hey, want to eat. Munchies, work. Vice, stop being cowards. Finally, bring us on, please. <laughs> also, yeah. Well, I'll smoke the coldest bong in the world right now. It's gonna be Let's freezing. Go. Ice cold yeah. bong. It's Ice in my friend's so, freezer. It's here's like the thing. Freezing cold bong. Maybe here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. I forgot okay. what I was talking about. Um, real quick. Just real quick. Real she just quick. propped a leg up. How much time like, do you got? Hold on a second. <laughs> this chair's comfortable and I'm feeling nice. Um, That's the alcohol. I think. I, I know. know it. I experienced this before and it feels good. Um, the, the thing about restaurants and something I've always wanted to talk about is the f- <laughs> just because... Jeff has made really good Detroit-style pizza, and it's what we do, and we know how to produce it. We know how to make jobs for it. We know how to make it happen. We know how to make it consistent. We know how to, like, replicate it, but, you know, you put your fucking whatever on yeah. it. We know how to we're, – we're doing it. We're doing it the best way we know how to do yep. it. And just because that is a true thing doesn't mean that he, he can't make things that are really good. So yep. to speak to your point of, fuck – that sounds so good. Can I have it now? Where is it at? Hurry up. Yep. Which is something that we say all the time at Rectangle. It's like, hurry up. Come in. Where <laughs> yeah. are you at? We hurry up. Get the fuck in here. Secrets during you this know, it's it's podcast. literally on a window decal on the doors of our Lynn Lake spot. It's just Love come it. in, hurry up. You know what I mean? Like, I what are you waiting that. for? Let's fucking go. Yep. Why are you waiting to be a friend? Why are you waiting to have an experience? Fucking get out there and live your life. Let's fucking go, right? That is a Super crucial part of who we are. But my lifetime, it's we fuck it, let's pitch. Right? But like, sorry, what did you but, say? But th- that doesn't mean, like, this this guy can make other stuff mm-hmm. and make it really good. But in in the setting of the space we have, oh, the people that we're working with, 100%. that like are trying so hard and are so talented to make what we already have happen happen, mm-hmm. it's like, I see your menu and you do pizzas and we try so hard to like offer other things. So there's only so much space and time and energy and mental capacity oh, course, to make that course. shit happen, right? Also, to I'm everybody being else out there, <laughs> shut the fuck up and stop asking yeah. for everything that you want yeah. everywhere you go. Wouldn't it be cool if you could have... The world is not your Spotify playlist. This isn't playlist. the Cheesecake Factory so at every place dip. you go. Exactly. Dude, yeah. real. No, it's cool. I'll just like... Uh, I'll, I'll scale through your kitchen like a ninja up against a building and get some ramen in your kitchen. So. We will make it for you. <laughs> promise, yeah. promise us you. Next time, we'll can I sit in your bed and eat carbonara ramen with you guys? Please, please, please. Let's do it. Can we do another round of this? But you come into our little kitchen. Yeah. And we record it there. No, I like. I think we go Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and we do four people 
feet facing each other in mm-hmm. bed and we yeah. all eat in that's bed. a video oh, so out in the bed, all keep on it's one of my favorite movies i love girls all let's <laughs> go drink. Let's so go. we talking about whiskey i got a bunch of really nice whiskey that is just sitting there because like you don't want to get just, rid of it either. it's so gross <laughs> yeah. like, like, so gross so gross and i'm like oh i used to collect this whiskey and they're all unopened i'm like uh someday i'll probably smash this or whatever <laughs> It's it, like it, it's tossed me every day. I'm like, Fuck whiskey. I'm looking at it like, yeah, that's probably good. But you guys, I could go to liquor store for like fifteen. People call bucks, Jeff a hater all the time, but he's bucks, real. Get a way better bottle of agave about what he likes. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm he doesn't with, like. Yeah, fuck I'm flatbread. Fuck whiskey. God damn. All right, let's but go. Flatbread and, right, and go. milk. Fire. <laughs> flatbread and drinking milk. now. I don't know alcohol. I, uh, think. I think we're still on the the Del Miguel, the oh, last, I, yeah. last meal pass. Wait, did I we think talk I took about two it? of those already. Some of those. <laughs> That's where we're at. This might be my third. This hey, we good? I definitely poured myself. Well, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna happened. read our topic and then uh, yeah, please, yeah, please do. And then we'll we'll shoot. We them are up. on your show. Okay, shoot so um, yeah, this is something oh, I I tucked away. I don't even remember where this came from, but it's kind of an interesting topic, uh, and you can take it in so many different ways. So they say you don't know what you got till it's gone. Name a time this was true for you other than losing a person. Mm. <laughs> this is the first time I felt silent. Oh, <laughs> you don't know what you oh, got. Oh, hey, cheers. Oh, wait. Cheers. Oh, no, I need some. Jeff, help me. You know, I was, I'm going to be the first to speak on it. Yeah, please do. Um, and it is not going to be what anybody would ever want to hear. It's all good. But... I mentioned earlier, I Choose played your own adventure. frisbee golf, and I've lost a lot of good ones out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's real. <laughs> uh, that's fucking real. Yeah, like I the, did not think that's what you're going to take it. That's so <laughs> And that's why it's spicy for a podcast, right? Because, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Blue driver disc uh, number eight. Exactly, I miss you, girl. Exactly. Wow. Well, see, Where's my you know, champion leopard? Let's go. Ones, and they're gone. So, you know, I, I don't have a lot of experiences with it otherwise and like personally and and you know detrimentally and whatever. what about the van uh, jeff oh, hold on hold on real quick oh, not the van, <laughs> the van i scrapped not to the van i scrapped okay. I, it broke down next Fuck to it. an auto body ma- we like got mechanic like that i 300 bucks for that loser auto it's fine right. jeff well. not to uh not to billy madison this but mm. How long did you look for that disc before you gave up on that? Disc? Oh no, I don't give a fuck about it. But I, you know, I was like, <laughs> hey, I, was I don't like, know if oh, you know really about disc golf, sometime. but the best part about disc golf is you put your name and your number on there. Mm. If you lose the disc, everyone on the course, literally, it's like an unspoken rule in the oh. in the, in the, in the your fucking, names on it. Your name's on it. Your phone number's on it. You call and you're like, hey man, or hey person, or hey, hey, whatever. Hey, hey found your disc. I'm at this course. I'm at this hole. I found it. And I guarantee you, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, everyone's like, "That's so sick! Please keep it." That I'm is not that's the case. That's really all, nice. only what I do because I'm like, "That's not I, true." No way I'm we, coming back for that. We've bullshit. experienced that with other people that call. Nobody's ever done it. Bitch, you they're like come to my house. <laughs> are they like, like special frisbees or are they just? No, they're, sort of. they're super. So, so, sometimes so just, just like regular sure. golf, you've got your putters, your mids, your drivers. You got your special plastics. You got your like okay. makers who make it. Are it's, they like we, kind of we sell pricey. rectangle branded disc golf? No, disc, you? it's disc very golf cheap. Discs at, there's like I have two friends that swear by your discs. By the way, oh thank you. Yeah, They've used awesome. them in like, legitimate great. contests. There was but one time like, we went out to a course and I was like, I need a putter and a mid and a driver, and I pulled out my favorite oh. ones and we got on the course and I was like, <laughs> they're all rectangles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because they're my favorites. Honestly, mine. so 
I love disc golf, and now yeah. it's branded. And skateboarding is also a huge thing in my life. Have that now, Brandon. Yep. Also very sick. Huge, huge yeah. fan. Just like crossing off life goals and dreams and like just like straight up crying all day, which is it's so something silly. that, you know, like you didn't think that you'd work to. Choose a joy. Like really emotional Hopefully. all the time. Yeah. And now, 100%. you know, I am. Yeah. So, and that's my favorite thing ever. Love it. But. The day that the day that's that we excellent. found out how oh, you yeah. put a logo on a disc and tell this company mm. to like make yeah. it for you and like what kind do you want? It'll just come in any color. It'll be like weird and wacky and whatever. And we're like, we love weird and wacky. That yeah. sounds like our brand. Yeah. And and then the day that they came in and we <laughs> opened up the box, Jeff was like literally in tears at our meeting. I was sobbing. Yeah. He's like, like We designed our own. Yeah, that's wonderful. We designed our own gear. That I have, is I have disc, disc golf discs mm-hmm. that I can play that have our company's mm. name on it. Yeah. And, and, I, I, and I also am, like, cooking food. Mm. And, like, dude, it was a fucking moment. I looked, I looked and up, shit. and I saw his, like, cute little Norwegian face just so red. <laughs> I was like, cute. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. That's, got that is so great. Full of those. So sick. And then, like, whenever you're playing a that. place, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of water. Yeah. Just throw a rectangle disc. Somebody finds it. Branding. Yeah. Marketing. There you and go. They found us. Uh-huh. It's just an advertising opportunity. Hey, you hungry, uh-huh. motherfucker? Exactly. Yeah. Come get some What's of this rectangle? Then you Google rectangle yeah. and you're like, oh, we're, pizza? We're oh, sick? New. Oh, they got this? What the fuck? You want some of this work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, get this work. Uh, all right. So if it's the discs for Jeff, then Breezy, what is it for you? <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> you don't, know what you, don't you know, know what you got until it's, it's gone. In other, any other yeah. way than uh, well, I turned being. it into something that wasn't so horrible and horrifying and probable. Ugh, you guys, these questions are so hard. <laughs> um, we can we can go around yeah, the bend. We can go around the bend. Yeah, please go on. I, please, please. Yeah. Quan, yeah. what you got, baby? I well, uh, I mean, it's. I I I wanted to find something that was like a little bit more fun to say, but honestly, it's just a reminder for everybody: if you like a band or if you like music, just go fucking see them. Don't come up with a reason not to. Don't don't think of like, oh, I might be tired tomorrow, because there. Every year that goes by, it gets harder and harder for traveling musicians to make a living at it. Hundred percent. And the people that are out there that are doing it right now. Outside of like eight or nine headliners that just have shit built in and they're set to go. People that are playing at small venues are doing it because they want to do it. Nobody is living an extravagant life. Nobody is fucking rolling around in piles of fucking hundreds in their bed. They're no sitting one. on they're sitting on shitty buses with somebody who just took a poop and it won't stop smelling through the whole bus. And then somebody has a deviated septum. I like and how you snores. said took a poop. Took a poop. I'm not even gonna say took a they shit. All like, have they took a poop. I preferred that. It's yeah. like when you use the word toot instead yeah. of fart. Yeah, they're just tooting all over the place. <laughs> you're, off living, you're living off of like gas station jerky and funyuns. Like there's no way I that that works funyuns. for good you smells. It sounds awesome. Right. Though. It's great for the life. It's not great <laughs> for when you're still stuck in the bus eight hours later. 100%. And trying to make sure that you're like coming up neck positive on your and tour. I am so tired. And again, this is, I have lived a life that is A, a little bit obsessive and then mm. B, a little bit privileged where I've been able to go to a lot of shows. Yeah. But the amount of people that come up to me and when they talk to me about music, I'll reference a band. They're like, oh man, I wish I could have seen them live. I'm like, uh, I have seen them 13 times in this city. Mm. 
Dude. I've seen them six times in this city. Sure. I have never paid more than $30 to go see them. Don't fucking tell me you wish you could have. Yeah, people who love Prince who didn't see Prince. Of, of course. You the amount of I mean? people that like have Prince shirts. I and never all saw that Prince, shit. but I wasn't like, a, you know, right, but I appreciate him. But, but you people don't, I like, know who are like, I love Prince. I nope. wish I could have saw him. I'm like, bitch, you live in Minneapolis. Yeah, Honestly, there's a lot of people in Minneapolis yep. are like, I wish I could have seen Prince. But that's also like age yeah. gap. If you sure. drove so to Chanhassen. On any Saturday night, you if you're seen forty, Prince. if you're forty and you love Prince, get and you didn't the fuck see Prince, out of here. That's on you, yep. homie. And I didn't know that was a fact until oh. he had already passed away. It's like I'm I'm so lucky that that was I, a secret held by the generation mm-hmm. before us for me. And how I'm sorry, what's our age difference? How old are you? I'm thirty six. Okay, so yeah, I mean that's that's a legit like seven years does make a lot of difference. I yeah illegally downloaded every Peripheral. Prince album mm. as soon as I could. I was obsessed. You and I are going to chat more about that offline. Can't wait. Because I have something that I can send to you that will be rad. But that will be. But that's, but that's my thing is like, I just don't, if you want to say that you like something, mm-hmm. support it. Just fucking go. And if you, if, if you don't do that, it's the same thing as like people that like mourn a restaurant on Facebook, but never went there. I was just going to say I, that. I, I was like literally care, raising my hand in front of your yeah. face being like, I found my answer. It's your answer, but for restaurants. Go with when it. restaurants close. When yeah. when things open and you know, like shout out to like our amazing fucking food writer community right now. Yep. Thank you. Star yep. Tribune, Joy Summers, Sharon Jackson. Oh, Thank you, OC Meg, Steph March. Help me out. Dara. Dara Muskowitz. Yep. Yeah. Alex like, Lodner. Alex Lodner. Yep. Tom Horgan, who's now more editorial yeah. but did yeah. a lot of work uh, years like, ago. Sorry, I have had some shooters, so I'm forgetting people's names. But I'm sorry, they're tutors. Tutors. And and also, like, the Instagram influencers that, like, actually give a fucking shit. And they're like, I want to support you. I also want to make a living. It's like, fuck yeah. Thank you for wanting to support us and make yourself a living like let's let's work together let's be a part of what we can make a city be really cool and excited Mm -hmm. about like let's get people here to like be excited about what we're doing right yeah Yeah. but like people that write about food people that do food stuff like they're literally there to be like hi i have the direct line Mm -hmm. to tell you that this is happening Mm -hmm. please go do that and you're like, cool, it's on. and I'm super notorious for this. We all are. But cool, that's on my list. Like when I first moved to Minneapolis as a young 23-year-old person living in a studio apartment with my best friend from college, sleeping in the same queen-size bed, mind you. Like we were broke as fuck. Mm. And I was like, oh, they called it uh, efficiency. And I was like, of course. efficiently of course. wording <laughs> that so horribly. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but like sleeping in the same bed, Different jobs, working out at the same gym because we got a discount for reasons I want to speak about. It's fine. Everything's fine. So, um, but but like we we were living we were living our lives, right? Like we were like we looked to the bit. vitamin, which was the um, Star Tribune's free publication for yeah for, okay. for like things happening in, yep, in city in, pages. In that cities. was like the way you, like you went to bars and restaurants and sat at the bar grabbed the free vitamin, grabbed the free city pages, and they're like, this is before the internet, really, right? <clears throat> like, what's happening? What's happening in the, in the city this week? What is the best restaurants? What is the best this? Where can I see this person? Yep. You know, so, you'd, like, we would 
we, we subscribed like almost mm-hmm. religiously to that shit. And we're like, where can we go? What can we do? Who do we, who do we meet? How do we see the, like the most important things and people and like be a part of like, what's fucking cool about the city. Right. Yeah. And, um, that shit does not happen. If people don't sit down in fucking seats and spend money there. Yep. hundred percent. Just like, that is the simplest way to put it. If you don't go, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's also, yep. like, kind of to circle back, a lot of people that wish they could Connect and wish the they would, like, are people like us that have zero time and only ambition for that. And they're like, oh, I really want to go there. And, then like, and that's also up to us to feel, like, all the detriment of it because it's like, I really wanted to go there. Literally had zero time. And then, therefore, what we do is, like, we try and put them on blast and put them, like, uh, like up in front, it's like you guys go here and like that. Back to the whole like the, the industry and the city as a whole. It's like mm-hmm. fuck yeah, these guys. Fuck yeah, these guys. Go see them because I fucking can't. Mm-hmm. And like I might see them like one time in four years or five years or whatever. Like you know, like that's all we can do. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have other time in their hands, and that's what we wish we had. And we would spend that time in these other places. If we have infinite money and infinite time, I would only spend it going to every restaurant and bar that is doing a great job. Absolutely. 100%. We're lucky enough to live like half of an alley away from Little T's. Fuck yeah, Little T's. Let's go. And it's, you know, like it's heralded. It's it's great. Like lots of friends. Yep. Little Tijuana in Minneapolis. My God. Dude, Bennett Johnson. <laughs> is the epitome He's a big time friend the sweetest, friendship. The sweetest man the when sweetest you're here man. you're there <laughs> yeah they, they've I'm got having. like a letter board mm-hmm. when you when you when you walk in the place and you're like should i go to the left for dining room should i go to the right for a bar oh. you walk to the right for a bar and there's a letter board that i have on the wall and they're just coming up with the funniest shit mm. <laughs> which I, I talked to him about this last week i was like dog it sounds like you are being in the same room with jeff and i being like mm. <laughs> that's because he that's was so funny. and is. But it's like, when you're here, <laughs> yeah. you're there. Mm-hmm. Or the last one they had was like, I'll have what I'm having. 100%. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, you know me. Key and peel, baby. <laughs> Key and peel. <laughs> I'll have what I'm Sorry. having. Sorry. When I got you, so excited. I caught Continental breakfast. <laughs> yeah, 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 Circle yeah. back, baby. Continental <laughs> breakfast. When you walk down the stairs to our basement where like the, like the hangout TV area is, there's a letter board and it currently says... You're never the fucking yellow starburst. I just want to remind everybody that's the un, the, the most like unliked. It's just the it's the the starburst that everybody always tries to give away. Pine salt. What's your what's I, your I favorite? I didn't fuck it's with the, the pink, pink one. one. I go smash a pink and a red together. Also, starburst is trash. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll unpopular pick, opinion. Pick, all candy's trash. All candy's trash. <laughs> all well. candy's trash. Fuck bourbon. But no, no. But hold on. I I do need to know, Charles. With what? Know. Starburst? I'll take pink. Pink, if I have to pick. Mm. Smoosh them together, the pink and the red, I promise wow, that's you. It's the, the best. Oh, it's so good. Why are you going to make so a good. sandwich out of um, candy, dog? Because yeah. I'm a fat yeah. kid, and I'm tired of regular <laughs> flavors. I'm, I'm going to make my own pick. Literally, rhetorically asking you, because I get it. <laughs> <laughs> candy is the worst. All right. So, this, uh, this, I have a, you know, perfectly normal-sized, but frenetic brain. And I have a huge document of questions for this podcast. And, and I have lots of documents for, like, all my ideas because I'm an ideas guy. And this question has been in my document for a long time. 
Well, really recently, this this thing occurred to me. I don't know why. I was probably having like a fucking foundry fever dream after drinking a THC beverage. And I was thinking about the fact that like when you're in your formative years and you're partying with your friends and those formative years could be teenage, 20s, 30s, whatever, you never know that the last house party you're at with a particular group of friends is the last party you will ever be at with that group of friends. I don't know why this occurred to me recently, but I was like, God damn. I never, you you know, you'd be like, it takes, and it actually, it's not like two weeks later. It's not like two months later. It's not even two years later. Years. It takes many, many years for you to be like, damn, what was the last time I was at a party with like so-and-so, so-and-so, like, you know, these eight people the that people I used to party with. The people in that moment in your life, you're like, I will be partying with these people time. for the rest of my life. Yeah. You didn't know and you don't know. So if you're listening to this and you know, I'm 41, I'm not like, oh man, I, and I got people I party with right now that someday that might be true of as well. But if you're in your like 20s or 30s or, you know, your teenager listening to this, whatever, there are groups of people that you hang out with right now. Soak that shit in. It's like when uh, Christian Cage said about what he misses about when he was in WWE is that when he came out of the curtain to wrestle a match, he wishes he looked around and actually like felt what what was happening more because it became redundant. Dude, and when you party chill. so much with your, your friends in your twenties, it's just redundant. You're just like, this is what we do. We just fucking yeah. party. We just get together. We eat, we drink, we laugh, we fucking, you know, go mm-hmm. on road trips. We cabin, we get out on boats, we fucking go to bars. And like, that's it. You're, you're, you're there. You're still experiencing it. Mm-hmm. But I would say like, if you can be thoughtful about it and take yourself a little bit out of your own body. Like soak in the moment. And just feel what that is and like take mental snapshots, which is something I try to do in my life. Just look around and try and take mental snapshots of who you're with, what you're doing. That stuff lasts. You know, not everyone's memory works the same, but that Dude. stuff will. Someday you'll be like, remember that day we were at that bar and I looked around the room and I knew exactly where everyone was. Not with your fucking phone, but with yeah. your brain. And you thought with about... Your, dude. Those people you were with and the experience that you had that night. That's 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 a huge, okay. That's the first thing that I thought of was like. Until it's gone. 100%. Not not your fucking phone. Yeah. Not your fucking phone. Get your fucking phone out of your fucking hand and fucking soak it in. Let your brain experience a moment. You can supplement, right? You know, you can. Sure. But like also be, I'm saying be, be. Also, take take the moment to say like I'm gonna soak this in, Charles. I'm gonna look yeah. around this room and just like really like yeah. soak every. You're so Charles, Kwan, real, real talk. No, real talk. Just there's so many reasons. Like as we've done this show, you know, to everybody out there listening, we've talked about this a little bit. Like Charles and I were friends, but we weren't super tight before we started the show. And it's weird that the farther we get into the show, like the more that we realize like how similar we are, right? And one of the like right. Right now, you just kind of blew my mind again. Um, I've done, I've, I've officiated 31 weddings. And I have 32 and you 33. You go, Glenn Coco. Right? I got 32 <laughs> and 33 coming up this summer. And it's always like, as a writer, it's always a weird thing of like, I feel weird when I use some of the same things. So I always try to like, there's a couple mm. things that are in every ceremony I do. And then there's always like an original part that has to be tailor made. I know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I also don't, I, I don't do weddings for strangers. 
So I have to like know at least one of the people because I want to have a connection. I don't want to have to like try and pretend. The reason I did it was because I wanted friends of mine that I cared about who didn't feel comfortable in the church to have somebody that actually gave a shit about them, not a justice of, of the peace, right? Yeah. So, uh, fuck, I just lost that whole fucking thought. Uh, shit, shit, shit. You what you it. say when you officiate about looking around. Oh, right, right, right. I know Sorry, that's where thank you're you, going. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. So one of the things that I always throw down is like this whole lead up where I make everybody after they've sat down, like we go through the whole like, hey, this is what we're doing and this is why we're here and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then I make everybody in the, in the crowd, however few or many people they are, stand up. And I said, yeah, both of you two face them. And I tell them that their, their whole duty for being here, their homework for being a part of this wedding is that you have to stand beside them or behind them to help them. You have to listen when they ask for help because that's how you help a couple. That's how you help love. But then I say to the couple, look out right now because honestly, the odds are this group of people will never be in the same room again. The only Holy reason shit. that this group of people is here is because of you. And the more that I've thought about that and the more that that's like sort of metastasized into my heart, I think that when I walk into my friend's restaurants, I think that when I walk into play, the reason that people are here is because of you. And I hope that there's a way that we can keep people looking back on that because that's a really important thing. Like we get so lost in all of the stress and all the everything else. But at the end of the day, not just that, but getting to the next thing. Yeah. We like look, we look to that. We always look to what's next. It's always trying to figure out like, how do I guard this and how do I keep this going? But we have to, we have to remind ourselves to take a step back and realize that the reason that this is, is because of what you did. Like, I, I mean, honestly, Charles, we've talked about this. Like you sent me the stats and the fact that like, <laughs> we're in the top 100 in other countries is yeah. very strange for me. And I, I have trouble processing that. But if there's somebody out there that is listening to this right now, no, like I'm incredibly affected by that. Like that hits. And I think about that every time I meet somebody. Like I always think about this. Like the last thing that I end it with is like looking at the bride and groom, right? Mm -hmm. So when it, had I been the reverend at your thing, right? I would say... We'll never get married. I would say... I was going to say the same thing, but, but go ahead. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love you. Had I been a part of whatever. We would have picked you. And go again, ahead. no, no, no. But, like, I'll look at one person. I'll say, like, <laughs> hey, when you say husband or partner, and when you say wife or partner, understand that all of this here comes with that word. Because everyone that's here right now is there to be a part of that. And it's really hard. Some, like, the fucking world makes it really hard to remember that, right? And for me, sure and honestly, like, this might also just be me showing my own self. Sometimes I have to remember that. Sometimes I have to remember that all of these humans stood behind me and were like, yes. Because I make bad decisions all the time. And there are times where I realize that I think because of some faults of my own, that maybe she made the wrong decision. And then I remember all those people that were there. And I remember all those people that are mm -hmm. still here. 
who are here to support. And that's the thing that, that reminds me of that, is that every time I say I love you, it's not just me. Every time I say I care about you, it's not just me. It's my world loves not just you, but us and all of that. And sometimes I need, I need that, that soft pillow to fall on. And sometimes I think yeah. we all need that. And we all need a little reminder of who's there. And if you can close your eyes and you can think about who has been there for the important times and who stood by you through all of that, it makes it feel a lot less lonely. Can I Good ask, can I ask fucking a, can I ask God, a Ben Quam, can you just fuck off for can a minute? I, can I ask Jesus you a, yeah. can I ask a couple questions? Sorry, yes, please. Sorry, Jeff, go ahead. Where are you from, Ben? South Minneapolis. Charles? Northeast Minneapolis. Brianna? Melrose, Minnesota. Oh, shit. So this is three Minneapolis people in the same room talking about this. And it, like, you know, as as you go on, obviously people spread apart. My experience with that has not been nearly, obviously, what, what you have. I am from here. I see all these motherfuckers all the time. And that's not something that I dislike at all. Mm -hmm. And having these experiences and having all these things, it's like every single day that I'm around, it's like like jarring bringing up fucking some sort of like experience that I've had. And it's sure. like, oh, it's like, poof, there's another light. Oh, my God, look at how, how wild or whatever, you know? Like it's it's just like. That's so cool, and I, I love it so much, and I'm not, <clears throat> like, I'll never be bummed out about that at all. And, like, I, I don't have that experience so much. I don't have that, like, all these people I've known forever, they, like, be that as it may, they might have not have gone and, like, done a bunch of shit and come back and we'd talk about it or whatever, but, like, they're all on different paths and whatnot. But it's, like... I love being able to see them and it's like really truly special that like that South Minneapolis, Northeast Minneapolis, it's a whole area. It's like, I, I think it harbors more like uh, not necessarily people being here all the time and whatever, but like the familiarizing of it, I guess if that makes sense. Cause like I know and could spot like people I went to like, middle school with from fucking across the way sure. no matter what they've done in the last fucking 20 years but like that small small town syndrome kind of thing of like i feel like a lot of other people are like couldn't give a shit because they like maybe can't focus on Fair. some other thing but like i love that shit i love being able to see all my friends i love all being able well, to see like all the people i might or may or may not know and like you know people come into the bar and like do i fucking know you <laughs> yeah. you know it's like uh, you know, I'm from Pittsburgh. It's like, uh, fuck yeah. Uh, it's sick. I don't know you. Well, you want to hang? You want to be friends? But that's the thing. Like, but it maybe does it matter how long they've known you? I mean, no. there has to be it a time. Like, not. it sure does. Post, not. post GMA, like when you mm. guys came back, mm. like the amount of love that everybody was showing. Like, I yeah. just, I guess at the end of the day, I just hope that you had a second to take a deep breath and like take that in. That we hey, never had a second. Two no. fucking two yeah, rad humans no who. No 
Ben, Everyone, no, no but like the wow. fuck off, man. Our whole Don't crew yourself. rallied behind <laughs> you guys, fight, and then fight. it was like, yeah. And then like the the irritation was, I felt more was from people like us who were like stepped in and like, you motherfuckers haven't been here for any pizza since. But then I took Ooh. a step back and I'm like, hey, you know what though? These are people who saw a thing mm-hmm. and now they're here. And you know what they're doing? They're strangers who are showing love yeah. to incredibly lovely humans. Yeah. And I had to take a step back. I literally walked in and I couldn't get in. Yeah. And I was like, mm. and then I was like, wait. That's, and I, I just took a second we, we, and I looked at it. We recognize that. And you could see. You could see. How many damn, people. Damn, is that such a bummer for people who like subscribed, like early adopters from day no. one to be like, I fucking wish I could reserve your special spot at the bar no, for you. No, but truly, you know, that, but like, that, but like, I'm you sorry, know. Going back to what I said about bands, those are the people that go see the band when they're mm. at the Seventh Street entry, yeah. and then they fucking boycott them if they blow up, and they say they turn pop. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. If you love that sure. artist, then what you should want is their success. Period. Sure. Whatever I, that may be for them. I sure. wouldn't say that we blew up, but it's certainly like it shit eats me up every day about the people that used to order like. There are people, we used to have Grubhub, DoorDash, and when I'm in the kitchen, I'm like, you know, I was there seven days a week. I mean, it was like, this fucking Luis M would be ordering food oh six God, yes. fucking days a week. I think about it all the time. I do too. And we haven't had this open for like months and months. And I'm like, <clears throat> he would order the same shit, and I'm like, I get hip to that. Mm-hmm. And so like, see the name, same pizza, a little bit different, and we're like, Shit, we're gonna start sending him shit. So all even the time. so even every, on DoorDash, every even day. on DoorDash, the same customer yeah. you see the every names. week, yeah. clockwork, mm-hmm. and like you know, there's there's restaurant you read the whole third ticket. party fucking animosity to to that shit and whatever, but like at the end of the day, you know, especially after the pandemic, there's people that can't can't and out. won't leave can't. Won't whatever the fucking reason I don't matter. really care. No, nope. you are choosing us. Thank you so much mm. for choosing. You know how hard it is to get someone to choose you, and then just fully fucking send it the yep. whole way. That is fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. The thankfulness to you walked in the door. Mm-hmm. You chose us on any like you literally whatever it was that got you here, and you were like, yes, mm-hmm. fucking. Hell yeah. That goes back to the Fucking idea. Fucking hell yeah. Like, but hold on. So. No. <laughs> love you. Um, you know, like, like, Jeff, like Jeff was just saying, like, we saw the same guy's name. Yep. Never have met this guy. Hi, Luis M. If you're out there, please. Shout out to a friend of the podcast. Please, please, M. please Sorry, hit Luis. us up. We love you. Um, every single week we'd see his order come in and Jeff was like, send this guy garlic cheese breadsticks, mm. fucking send this guy this. We'd be like, and I would write notes on the top of the fucking pizza box. Like, mm-hmm. Hey Louise, hope you're having a good night. Never met you, but we love you. You know, like mm. we, however you can make friends, however so, you can make friends, let's fucking make friends. Right. Also, like, this is what human life is about. The human experience is about making fucking friends. But right? also the flip side is if you could just throw a little love out, it's never going to hurt. Like you writing, you writing that talk. on a fucking pizza box yeah. doesn't mean that you can't say I love you to anybody but else ten fucking, minutes later. Fucking Just paying fucking attention, it. yeah. And Give that's it out. Like that shit yeah. that we learned, like that I learned a lot at Constantine, and yeah. like whatever. It's like being hyper observant, and like when we're reading tickets, we're reading tickets, you know. And like you see yep. these people's names, it's like oh shit, you know. Like 
and mm-hmm. and then passing that on to the people that are working the line. So like these people who worked with us or who who fucking they helped us build the restaurant. It's my family friends, Kay and Dave, and like we'll see people. And well, and Brianna's whole entire family, obviously, <laughs> but they don't order fucking anything online. So my family friends are like order stuff, and it's like, oh, Kay Thomas is like, all right, everybody gather around. Yep. If you ever see this fucking name, and I want you to be looking at names, not because they're all relatively hilarious, but like when these people order stuff, you have to know that there used to be tons of graffiti on this wall, and this person's husband spent. 50 hours sandblasting it mm-hmm. for no fucking reason mm-hmm. because he was like, I'm going to get that off the wall and then just did it. Five right? zero, 50, 50 hours. hours, probably more. Yep. And it was with a grinder and he was like, I've got a sandblaster, but I don't think that we should do that in here. And I was like, all right, well, whatever you think. And he's like, started doing it with the grinder and it was like, Oh, it's going pretty good. And he's like, Oh, just like go ahead and do it. And he brought his own, fucking everything and can't ask for shit like that. You can't ask for love like that. You should just be as a person. Ben Kwame, you have your arm raised, please speak. Oh, no, I was letting him finish his thought, but Benjamin, when please. we were talking about spreading love around, hmm? literally, you just moved and weirdly my eye caught something. I believe that there was a Peggy Meyer, Ben Meyer pickle roll-up situation. Big time. Oh, shit. And I feel like if, if we're going to bring this into the oh, stable cute. with the last question, what? we should celebrate... The fans around. Oh, they're freezing cold. Perfect. Please pass them around. I did not. I did not know there was food. Uh, It's so cold. You brought so many. Oh, he packed them up. (laughs) Ben's on. Ben's on. Ben's on. Ben's on. Ben Ben Meyer knows how to take care of friends. Mm -hmm. What? All right, Charles, I gotta reach these across. (laughs) Charles, what? (laughs) Give me me a reach around. uh, Ben Meyer. Thirty of them in here. Ben Ben Meyer is the little little brother of. Dustin. Friend of the podcast and uh, and former please, guest, please uh, DJ mm-hmm. Dudley D. Please. DJ Dudley D. DJ DJ Dudley. Love Ben to death. Love Peggy Meyer, their mom to death. She is one of the few people on earth that I openly just call mom. I don't know if I've ever called her Peggy. She's wonderful. Has to be the most patient person of all time. Yes, yes. With sons. That one time, I was like, I'm so sorry. In general. But yeah. Uh, so, also want to give, uh, want to send some flowers out. Uh, we, we had, th- this has been, this podcast has been over a year in the making, uh, with lots of schedule skips and four people trying to get yeah. in the same room at the same time has been exactly. tough. Oh, this specific episode. This yeah. Is, yeah, exactly. And I do want to, yeah. I also over do want to shout out somebody, uh, my homie Steven, uh, and Todd is down there hanging out right now. They're having a barbecue right now. And they sent me a wonderful picture. It was like. Bitch, this could have been you, but you playing, and they're right. <laughs> and and so I love them. And Stephen, thank you for listening. You're fucking rad. Uh, and yeah, so we got wonderful things to come up to. Yeah, breezy. Um, I need to give a shout out because we did this whole entire podcast talk, and we didn't shout out the most important person to Rectangle Pizza, which is Jeff's brother Alex. Big time. No. So Jeff's brother Alex Rogers <clears throat> owns his. Um, with a partner, Frank Rush. They own a property rental company up in Duluth. They went to UMD. Uh, Alex and his wife, Kayla, live up in Duluth. 
My sister Chloe, who is a UMD student and a track runner, watches their dogs sometimes. So like inter-family friendship. It's cool. Yeah. Their dogs are sick. Cruz and Darla. Let's go. Um, Alex is the reason. Yes. Okay. Let me back up. Without a doubt. Jeff is the reason that Rectangle exists. Jeff is the reason that anybody wanted to do anything because of the pizza that he can make, the food he can make, right? There's things that everybody provides to the business that makes it crucial. And you get to celebrate, and we're so lucky to get so excited about every little piece that is so fucking exciting to celebrate for when, when you when you build something, right? And it's like, it makes me want to fucking sob in a tiny baby tears about how fucking awesome it is. But none of this happens without Alex. Like, none of this happens without Alex. He is, like, the business-savvy part of it. He knows when to, like, hey, during the pandemic, hey, this loan, hey, this ERC, hey, this shit, hey, this, hey, that, hey, this. Hey, what are you guys doing to do pop-ups? Hey, what, is, what are you doing to make yourselves relevant when the fucking Nordic building shut down? Hey, 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 when are you going to keep going? He pushes us constantly to the point of sometimes me being like, ah, dude, I just want to lay down. His, but at the end of the day, he's the reason uh-huh. that we fucking get to do this. So I just want to make sure that everyone knows that his, he is the reason for the season. He, his part-time job is being the background singer for a thankless job. But, I mean, watch 20 Feet from Stardom. I mean, that's what makes all the music. For real. The the documentary about background singers. And that shit was fucking perfect. Oh, there's a little bit more thanks. A little more thanks. (laughs) A little more thanks than he gets right now. Yeah, exactly. We'll figure that out. Because he's not around. And it's... Either way. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's right. Yeah. Well, cheers. Well, you cheers. Take that. Up. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's put one last one up. Fuck yeah. And uh, sixth and final. Let's go. go. You guys, I just want to also say congratulations to what you guys have been building here. This is fucking awesome. You guys are killing it. <laughs> I remember it's when you asked fun. us to do this podcast Nine over, over like <laughs> a, a billion beers ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, look what you're doing, ago. you guys. Yeah. Take a step back and see what you've done. It's impossible. This is uh-uh. fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, you, you get to reflect, and you're, you're asking really dope questions and reflecting on other people's lives, but your lives, you guys. This I think is fucking tight. This is very, very this is so yeah. sick. Yeah. And, Congratulations. And Charles, I don't want to speak for you, you, but I, I think one of the... But you have to do it. One of the greatest, <laughs> one of the greatest parts about it is that it love when he speaks for me. <laughs> I don't want to speak for you, Big but fat. here I go. Give but me twenty five minutes. For, for me, I will say that one of the things is that it it does still involve our lives. This isn't like a the thing that always ties it to my heart is that it's not a talk show interview where I just ask you guys questions and then we move on to the next question. What are you promoting? Tell let's, me your let, new yeah, album. Let's have a talk about it, and yeah. that's it. Like. At the end of the day, fuck everything else that anybody has going on or whatever titles we want to put on. Like, let's just talk about how awesome and tough and exhausting and wonderful and beautiful and messy life is. We're talking let's about the, talking about the friendships and we're talking about the communication and like all that, how that offers it. Why wouldn't you want it 
to be in this regard, mm-hmm. right? Like, why yeah. wouldn't you want, like, oh, we, we, weren't, you. we weren't great boys mm-hmm. before. But I mean, that's why you just said, you're like, hey, to everyone else out there mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, let me give you reference. Like, mm-hmm. people are listening to you. Mm-hmm. Outside of our community. So weird. We, that I don't, Jeff and I talk about this all the time, but, like, Minneapolis sleeps on its own town. For sure. So fucking, so fucking hard. Much. Like, we, Minneapolis Friday sleeps on Minneapolis, right and Minneapolis is one of the best fucking cities mm-hmm. in the fucking world. I don't give a fuck what you say. Go I'm to a proud show. As fuck. Go to a show. Go to a, go show to a restaurant. Go to how people are, like, grinding fucking their fucking... You guys, you have day jobs, mm. and this is your side project, and it's so fucking <laughs> successful. Get the fuck out of here. You know, Congratulations, the thing that makes me, you guys. If I can be emotional for a second, the thing that, yeah, ma- that makes me proudest about this podcast is I was just dual-wielding pickle roll-ups. Yeah, that's <laughs> legit. <laughs> I got two pickle roll-ups, one you for each for another heater? I was dual-wielding pickle I roll-ups, so I was you. like, I hope no one asks me a question, because yeah. I got a pickle roll-up in each hand, and I'm yeah. alternating bites for, between for, the two. For all of our listeners out there, I also very much... I also very much loved that you stood up to do it too. Yeah, like, I, I was trying to right. talk and also keep Charles, a watch on the pickle roll. Can we explain the Minnesota sushi? Oh yeah, we should. People? We should for mm. people that don't. Also, there's like no. fourteen yeah. people in the world that know. I had a little residual cream yeah. cheese on my hands. I rubbed it in yeah. like lotion. My hands Big are a little dry. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! So a lot of people regard the Minnesota sushi as like roast beef <laughs> and cream cheese. No, ham, ham, cream cheese, and pickle, all mm. store bought. Yeah, you're not making these. Things. You're not slicing ham. No, if you do that, it's gonna be great, but it's not gonna be what we're having it's right now. It's not gonna be the nostalgia, and it's not gonna need. have the yeah. nostalgia. It's not carry it, like once again, like with the egos before. Yeah, you're you're not getting the stuff, the <laughs> disgusting stuff with it, which is not necessarily a bad <laughs> thing in moderation. Every moderation in moderation. Obviously, but you're gonna need some <laughs> some ham that's sliced, some pickles that are done, and some cream cheese that has been cream cheese. It's been creamed. That yeah, cheese has cheese been is creamed. creamed, and then you just mm. twist them up in a little blanket, and it's gonna mm. be horrifyingly delicious. Mamma mia, papa pia, baby's got the <laughs> diarrhea. All I could picture, all Mama I could picture, mia, was me in like the eight mm. mile cipher. Mm. Like trying to rap. You better lose yourself <laughs> in the music. I'm moment, specific moment. like the ocean. I use cream cheese like Spaghetti, it's lotion. Spaghetti. That's so I fucking. Think that's, oh, I, okay, hold up. Where, what is this? Episode 82? 82. 82. That's the hardest I've ever popped, Guam. He almost. Oh, my God. I almost he, almost flew through the, he almost flew like backwards <laughs> Kool-Aid man through the wall of the club. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Oh, tee it up. Oh, Six. Oh, let's go. Let's get right, last question. God, that one, that one fucking got me. I just rubbed it in like it was lotion. Fuck, that's amazing. Uh, all right, last question. Sounds sexual. So, as we've talked about, that we all we all we all do things Sorry. in the kitchen, whether it's professionally or personally or everything in between. It has gotten remarkably nice in the Midwest this week. And I think oh, everyone God. around the world can understand when it's been cold and dreary for a long time, when we finally get like sunshine and beautiful weather. For me, I always have to have music on when I'm in the kitchen, right? So whether it's at home or it's at work, now that it's gotten nice, my playlist changes a little bit in beautiful warm weather. You can say genre, you can say songs or artists, whatever it may be. 
what is jumping into your playlist now that it is nice outside and we can open up windows and we can open up doors and do it? I know you have your hand up, but Charles hasn't had the time to speak first, and neither has Ben. So we're going to go this way. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, I'll just come right out with it. Yeah. Like in the summer with the Jeep, I flip the tops off, yeah. my T-tops or like the whole roof. Uh this warm weather that's been rolling in right now, I've been listening to a lot of, like, bad metal I listened to in the early 2000s and uh, a lot of hip-hop, and that's kind of what I, I guess I do this time of year. But I've been listening to The Curse by Atreyu. Oh, shit. Hey, newbie metal fan, I actually know that one. I love it, but it's, you know, it's like, okay, it's not going to win any awards, but it makes me really happy because in 2004, I played the fuck out of that fuck record. Yeah. And I've also been listening to a lot of Nerdy's new album. Oh, hell yeah. You know, they just dropped oh, and he was cute. just on the show. Shout out Ryan Hayes. Ryan just stuff like that. Hayes. Like a lot of shit like that. I always, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about the spring makes me feel nostalgic. And that's also why there's kind of a distinguisher. Because I was, earlier today, I had a conversation with Quam about this. And he was like, should I say like warm weather season or should I say spring? And we were like, I think we ended up agreeing like springtime vibes and midsummer vibes, wildly different. And so, so I think different. that. Spring, uh, for me in particular, makes me feel nostalgia. When spring rolls around, you start thinking of, like, all the good times that I had before and that I'm going to have now. You think of, like, now we can have all the things I remember and have been thinking about all winter, uh, like, new versions of those things or or new experiences or reliving experiences we've had before. And I think that makes me listen to a lot of music that's, like, open window music, top off the Jeep, Fucking gun it all the way to max. Let's go. And so listen to, and listening to like, you know, bad or great metal that I listened to 20 years ago. And, um, you know, hip hop, also new and old, some old gangster rap, some like new tracks. That stuff is like everyone around me has to hear what I'm listening to as though it makes them think I'm cool, even though it definitely Absolutely. does not make them think I'm cool. There's nothing <laughs> that says summer more than like West Coast. Yeah, Thanks, rap. that's what's up. I apologize. No, you just I'm gonna let sitting, you. I'm gonna let you, you go. Sitting really Please, far yeah, back. Sorry, yeah, I've had 17 shots. Who uh, never heard of her? Yeah, We're being so produced. I also drank one beer. So sorry, <laughs> mom. Ben, what do you have to say? All right. So, uh, so what I always see is uh, when it's cold. I mean, I I will always have a magnet to sad music. That's always like a draw to me. That's like like the 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 sirens in mythology. Hundred percent, I love it. I I I will roll around in my depression and my sadness because (laughs) that's that's an anti Jimmy Sprinkles, and I'm going to give you nuts on that. That's the first time that's ever happened. I'm going to roll around in my. Hacks. Oh, I love it. We got hacks. hacked by Jeff. We got hacked uh, already. Yeah, you better believe that, Damn baby. Uh, but I, 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 again, it, I've I've had a weird, not weird. I shouldn't say that. I've had a really like positive run these last few months, and things are really working well. The podcast shit's been going awesome. Like my company's been going great. And I've been trying to be more present in that because I will always say if things are good now, that means something bad is coming down the road, so I have to prepare for that. <laughs> and I'm trying to be more Kurt Vonnegut. Relate. <laughs> trying to be more Kurt Vonnegut about it, where if I can't stop and say, hey, if this isn't nice, then I don't know what is. I have to say that. That is tough. 
It is very tough. Because you're not used to having nope. things going good. Nope. That's fucked, man. It yep. should not have to be like that. It and can't be like, oh, it's going well. Something's going to be completely crap. fucked. It doesn't yeah. have to be completely fucked. And yeah, the, th- the thought process is like, when's this oh, shoe going to yeah, drop? Yeah, exactly. Well, and when is this going to not be so sick? And it, it becomes almost... It doesn't almost have to not be so sick. The, right? the way... So, um, there, when I was trying to... Well, okay. Uh, I got a DUI a long time ago, and uh, one of the the guys in the classes that you take uh, wanted us to write down on a notebook like when we wanted a drink and why. And I was trying to quit smoking, and so I took that and did the same thing. Mm. And drinking was not something where I felt like compulsive to do, but cigarettes 100% were. Yeah. And mm. when I read back through it, what I realized was I was creating drama so that I needed to go have a cigarette. I would get mad about something that was very, like, I stubbed my toe. I'm like, this fucking coffee table almost broke my toe. I had to go out and have a cigarette just, like, calm down. Like, that's fucking awful. Everybody does that. So, like, there's, for whatever reason, like, that compulsiveness for me, like, I'm drawn to sad music because then I'm like, oh, Isn't it crazy what drugs will make you think in your brain? Right. (laughs) But even completely sober, there's a a dopamine hit that I get yeah. When I listen to a song that makes me think about a time that I mm. was like going through some shit. And literally when the, this is the closest that I get to like seasonal depression is when beautiful weather hits. I'm like, yo, let's fucking party. Let's get the happiest shit. Let's go. And you are not alone in dude, that thought oh process. God. Like in this state. Instantly doggy. beats start hitting, right? <laughs> So my my answer going, my answer would be as soon as it gets warm out and as soon as that window goes up I want a beat that I can nod to. And a few weeks ago I got to witness a group that I had never seen before and somebody that I liked smushed together and it gave me the perfect example of this. Well, don't keep it so, from us. What? So there is a there is a French DJ named Wax Taylor who I will highly recommend to everybody who's listening who basically builds through a series of samples much uh, for any of my music nerds out there in the same way of like the avalanche or avalanches and that whole like crew where it's like lots of fun samples not quite to the point of girl talk but it builds a song together and then he brings in live musicians over it like camp low my god right so i went to the show and the opener was a dude named Kuf Knotts, who had a woman named Christina Elise with him. There, uh, she sings the hooks. He does the raps. He played the beats on his laptop, and she gave the melody with a harp, and oh, it was yeah. fuck fucking rad. That's so sick. Oh, my God. I love that. She's singing these gorgeous, wow. like, her voice was, like, Nelly Furtado, like, Kind of a little bit reedy, <laughs> but in a good way. Gen Z, like she was crucial to our upbringing. Correct, dude. So I she's murdering it, and she's <laughs> she's playing like the I am fun also melodies. like a motherfucking bird dog, right? Like, I'm more of a Nelly. I, I might fly away. Who knows, Nelly guy? <laughs> right. I don't know Just, what my soul is. The band so guy. He's playing his beats with a sampler off of his laptop, and they're doing this shit together. Then they get done. Wax Taylor comes out. Wax Taylor is an incredible turntablist. He's a French turntablist, and he was killing it. But then he had like he had a guitar player and like a 
person, like, I'm going to play a flute, and then I'm going to play a saxophone. And they're making this whole thing, like, all work together. And that was it. It was like, oh, my God, hard-hitting 4-4 bass with cool-ass samples and then live music over the top. And I had never heard, of the entire show, opener and closer, I heard three songs before that show, and every single one of them were a, are a part of my life now. Because all I want to do when it's a little bit nice out is have something I could nod my head to, and then every now and then I go, oh, shit, all right, all right. Oh, or, uh, like, if somebody oh, okay. ma- like turns okay. a really cool rhyme, I'm like, whoa, wait, what? We got to go back. Oh, my God, I can't believe you put that couplet together. Oh, yeah. I love that. And I don't know why I attach yeah. that to warm weather, but there's something about when the windows go open, I want something where I'm nodding my head the entire time. I will stir my dish on the stove to a beat. Look at the like, flick of the wrist. The wrist. That's it. That's my shit. That's Ooh. what I want. What's the Migos song about stir fry? What's your answer, Brianna? The f- Hi, here's the overarching theme of this podcast. What Yellow. was the question? Yeah, <laughs> I could what, go next. How has your, your playlist changed as weather got warmer? Your springtime like, jams. What, 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 what do you want to cook to? What do you want to bartend to? Y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Easy answer. Beyonce. It changes, bitch. Duh. <laughs> of course, it's Beyonce. Queen easy Bay. I'm Queen. They don't call me Beyonce for nothing, A bitch. Left <laughs> so, tattoo. Yeah. I have not called you that yet, but I will call you that from here on. About out. to happen. You can be added to the friends that call me that. My so. wife Jenny is Queen J J E Y. That's her title. So you can be Beyonce and Queen J. The Carters together. The Carters. I think it's. The farters. Hove. You must know. That okay, can I can I circle back really quick? That's Yo. the reason why my nickname is Breezy. So uh when I when I first learned how to bartend at this cute, amazing, awesome restaurant in St. Cloud called the White Horse. Shout out the Yo! fucking White Horse. Shout out the fucking White Horse in St. Cloud, Minnesota on St. Germain. Had and some weird nights there. I mean, same. I drank revelments with the chef who was bartending with me until we blacked out. And got fired by his dad who owned it. And then yeah. we got hired back two hours later because I was like, who are you going to get to work this many hours a week? And he was like, you're right. You're back. Anyways, that long tracks. story, super long. The motherfucking White Horse um, is the place that I learned how to do fucking everything I know how to do in the mm-hmm. industry. The owner's son, Tommy, who just came to visit us at Rectangle like literally two nights ago. Um, he taught me everything I know about like here's how you fucking get your front of house and back of house mm-hmm. together here's how you fucking like mm-hmm. just be a fucking human and here's how you, like he just like he didn't like say like let me teach you how right. to work with people just he was like you. he embodied like here's how you fucking be a human mm-hmm. you know what I mean like there's you can like write an SOP for everything you do in your life but when you have people that just embody it you're like let me fucking just live that life, right? Um, and uh, <laughs> he taught you to play this music, like what music? Oh, oh, oh no, no, the, yeah, the, the nickname. Thank you. God damn it, the, sh- the shooters. Um, the, sh- the show shooters. that the, when the song um, "H to the Izzo." Oh my god, "H to the Izzo." Uh, it says that for sheezy, my kneesy, keep my arms so breezy. That's it. That's how I got my nickname. Yeah, yeah. 
And so when he came in two nights ago to, he, I haven't seen that guy. <laughs> it's breezy guys, CZ. This, 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 like, this is a fucking insane moment we're having right now. He, mm. I haven't seen this man, Tommy Lee, since his, his dad's funeral. And his dad owned the restaurant we worked at. And his dad wow. taught me how to bartend. Brian fucking Lee taught me everything I know about how to just be like a human to humans. And like, if you, <laughs> and, and before he opened up the White Horse in St. Cloud, Brian Lee was selling boats internationally. Like he was a boat salesman. Amazing. Like how weird is that? But he was like, like we, like, and he was the first restaurant that took Surly outside of the oh, Twin yeah. Cities. Uh, well aware. Uh, yeah, I've I done a lot of events there. That shit, yeah. <laughs> so, so here we are. Like, and and Brian, Brian and I would close like four out of the five shifts I worked at that restaurant. Sure. And we would just like holy shit. Pour. We would pour a half pint, and in a deli, <laughs> we'd pour of a half, like a half, like a half deli. There's not a better drinking vessel than a deli. Yeah, period. yeah. So Get like a 32 ounce deli is what you mm-hmm. like you portion all your shit in correct uh half deli is like the 16 ounce which is equivalent to a pint of also beer. get out of here no 32 ounce or die mm. put a deli in your belly but when you think you, no when you have bell. a half deli for a proper portion of beer what? and you don't want to wash any more of your glassware and make the dishwasher <laughs> wash it the next Fair. morning <laughs> rude and sorry Shout out to but um like brian and i would sit outside of the white horse in st cloud on St. Germain uh-huh. and just drink a fucking half deli of Surly Furious before anyone else in the fucking state knew about it except for like the Metro yep. and that tiny little fucking corner of St. Cloud. Uh-huh. And we would just sit in our high top table chairs outside with our beers Rad. at fucking 345 in the morning after we closed the whole entire bar, cleaning it from top to bottom because there wasn't an overnight crew to clean that shit. You know, listening to Jay Z. What? Well, yeah, Brian Brian Lee didn't like my music, and so oh. he kind of like we we fought about that. But we would sit out there and we would just chat, and he would like just fucking be like, "I used to sell boats, and it's very much like what we do here, and here's how we do it here, and here's how I sell sold, sold boats across the U.S., across the country, across the fucking world." You know, sold but. Boats. I wanted to try and tie it into the Jay Z reference because is that what you were listening to? Because that was also yeah, the question. Was, Big pimping on a yacht? Is that what you're trying to tie it into? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, that's I'm, a great like, place to listen to Jay Z. Like, when you feel that, like I'm sitting on a high top bar stool chair, sitting outside sipping on a Furious, mm. what is your soundtrack? What are you listening to? I, I mean, <sighs> Jesus fucking <laughs> Guys are trying to pigeonhole there me into something, an and I'm answer. like, it's a fucking moment. It's a time. That's what fair. feels good. You can't just be like every so, time. Right, do this. On so right, this. right now, it just got super warm after two weeks ago. Yeah, okay, okay. So right Jeff now. and I, Jeff and I left work uh-huh. to go play disc golf before uh-huh. we came here to do this podcast. Let's go. And I was like, let's fucking go. And I was like, mm, what are my favorite songs on my music app that I have? And I have, I have title because I love Jay Z and Because also higher audio quality, way better quality. Fine. So, so I was like, let me just like shuffle, play through all my favorite songs I've had on there. And let me tell you what, it was a lot of Vince Staples. It was a lot of Not M&A. Not at that at all. Love that. Vince Staples is one Vince of the Vince Staples, it was a lot of M&A. It was a lot of... One of the best live shows without Steely a doubt. Steely Dan? <laughs> like no. it's, it's Steely a lot Dan of like, on there. Oh, okay. There that's should a, be. That's a quick turn. 
Being staples and seeing yeah, but like you can't you can't pigeonhole yourself into any one nope. thing. Yeah. You should be able to be like, I like these things. There's Here's the M&A. thing about me. About me, I I'm I'm heavy lyricist. I'm, I'm a heavy lyricist. Like if you got dope, I, I I have a hard. You listen to me the whole time we've been here tonight. I have a hard time saying what I think and like coming up with an answer and like having words. Nah, you'd be crushing it. Oh, thanks. But but it. like I look to other people and their art to say the words that I'm thinking in my head because I feel like I don't have everything in my knowledge and my words in my head to like like express how I feel on the outside. So my whole life I so look to heavy else. lyricism. You know what I mean? Like that's why I've loved rap. I fucking grew up. I grew up the second half of my childhood in Melrose, Minnesota in Stearns County fucking there was one four-way stop and not a single stoplight in the entire town. There's two water towers, but one four-way stop, bitch. Let me tell you what. I blame Tom Lineman for that. <gasps> you know him? Oh, so do I. We have known each other for 25 years. John Lineman and I ran track together. It's beautiful. Is it? I'm just kidding. I it's it. great. What I love it. Is the smaller the world, it? the better the world. Back to yep. the no, hold on. So what, I'm, what I'm saying, <laughs> don't no, stop. Back to anything. No, what I'm, I think I can back in there. Yeah, go ahead. What do you gotta say? <laughs> totally. <Studio. laughs> Is it gonna be fun? I don't know. I'm just yeah. trying. We to got like Vince Staples and Steely Dan. Both of the staples are made of steel. So I will. I will straight up say. I don't think any playlist that has Vince Staple and Steely Dan yeah. is going to be bad. Every, oh if, God, you, if you even so put that out to AI, what if that was at the grandstand? What if that was at the grandstand? I would lose my hands I would shit my fucking jammies. I'd pull every string that I have shit to my be jammies. like, I got to be there. Yep. That's it. You're not working that day. wake up, look at my phone, and be even like, if it was, poop even the bed. either or. I don't know. <laughs> Staples and Steely yeah. Dan. That's, I would lose it. But also, Steely Dan doesn't do... They don't do live shows. They don't do live shows. Because it doesn't I mean, sound good enough. I, I will say, they're, they're known for that. I, I will say that, I, that I did sit in the eighth row when I took my dad to the state fair to, ste- to see Steely Dan. Steezy Dan. Steezy Dan. <laughs> oh, that would be Steely Dan if it's stable. Steezy no, Dan. I, 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 yeah. I steezed Steely Dan. Steezy Dan. Oh. Is, okay. Yeah. Jeff, what's up? Like I had a play what's, what, give me, give me a play. What's your have The most concise answer. What? Have you ever heard the song Old English by The Game? Duh. Ooh, buddy. Have you ever been in a car in summer listening to fucking rolling on the chronic drinking old English? <laughs> Come by getting high, rolling on the chronic. I, that is what summer is. That's it? Yep. I'm not mad that's, at that at all. That song is the epitome of that. There's a lot of things that come after that, but it like... I feel like, unbeknownst to me, I mark, like, nice weather. Old English yes. drive by. Make sure to only play a few seconds so that we don't get. Oh, I'll just <laughs> sing it. You don't need that. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to you get, know what I mean? Is like, it my whistle? Just that song is synonymous to my youth. That, like, the album LAX Files. Okay. Unfucking believable like, top down, round the lakes. Fucking Minnesota. Blaze it. Uh, like, that album is unreal. 
and a lot of the things like the West Coast, like fun rap, drawn to that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that it. song epitomizes it. And that like is the fucking like the torch that leads the way to summer for me and a lot of people I know. It's such a jam that it cannot be fucked with. And it's like a, a really gnarly story, but it is like it's Cause, so cause fucking everything up. from game is always. A really oh, man, story. it's it's like it's so <laughs> fucked up. It's about life and death and fucking <laughs> drinking life. beers. You know? you do, it's it's fine. so fu- it. But that song is like it, it means so much to me has such a fucking huge place in my heart. And it's like that fucking West Coast, like twangy fucking vibe that it it cannot be matched and in that regard it, there's nothing like it and that that love like it. that that is summer to me and that, it's one it. song Dude, one song bad. one song that speaks to it without a doubt and like after That's that so it's cute. like oh great unbelievable I love how put, the that window, is put, too. put the windows down and you can do fucking anything yeah. but yeah. the fucking it makes you feel like invincible a little bit right you're just yeah. like oh shit it's i get to do what i want to do and lax files in general <laughs> Like it's all that LA shit is like it's Voice of unbelievable an to me. And that's so summary and it's like all about just fucking murdering people. Dang, yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's just all about yeah. murdering people. Get away. <laughs> well fuck mom. Anyway, it's really cheery. Let's pull it in. Lots baby. of murder. Yeah. I mean uh, all right, so uh well, I was going to say, everybody throw one song out, but I feel like we've already no, thrown enough yeah. songs out. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> uh, so, I guess, at the end of the day, if people want to see more about what y'all are up to, yes, where do they find you on the socials? And if they come to Minneapolis, where can they come find you? You're going to go to rectanglepizza.com. W-R- Correct. Everything has a W-R-E-C- K T A N G L E P I Z Z A dot com. Whoa, that's Man, a good tune. That was fucking sick, dog. Thank Let you. Let's hey, isolate that we, audio. We've, we've been we've been working on we're an album by the Tanglers. We've been doing a dollop of Daisy like er day. Do, do a dollop. <laughs> Daisy. Only Daisy cottage cheese will do. do. <laughs> that's our favorite jingle. <laughs> Only Daisy cottage cheese. We are maniacs. Anyway. Oh. So rectanglepizza.com, <laughs> rectangle pizza, MN on Instagram, restaurant, Instagram. Restaurant at the um, palace. So, <clears throat> yes, and then also uh, 701 West Lake Street, Minneapolis, for our brick and mortar of rectangle. Follow your nose. The North Loop Cali. Follow your nose. For our first spot in that beautiful incubator food hall. The market at Malcolm Yards for the other food hall we're in, which. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> As you do. And then um, Restaurant at the Palace can be found next to the Palace Theater, yeah, yeah. downtown St. Paul, off of St. Peter and 7th Place. 7th yes. Place, because the place is not a street, but a place where you can be in. It's a waltzing thoroughfare. It's the uh, place you can put pizza in your I face. There you go. 
Uh, Jeff, yes. I love that you brought up cottage cheese because literally two nights ago, <laughs> two nights ago, I told a dude, I told a dude that he looks like he drinks cottage cheese like it's boba tea. Shut the I'm fuck still up. fucking proud of that. I'm still oh, proud of that. No. That was a no. sweet burn. Uh, as a plus size <laughs> model myself, I feel like I fucking nailed that. Trying to picture it. I'm the fucking so like mock boba cheese memes in the world are like. Oh, no. He the shut chunky, the fuck down. The chunky he stuff. What? Oh my God. Do you see he, that meme on the internet that has like uh, a picture a of like a, a bucket of just like navy beans <laughs> or pinto beans from a can? Yeah. It's like uh, I tried boba tea for the first time, yeah. not a breath. Like, nah, Sipping on that bean. I wasn't. I wasn't really. Sipping on that like bean. That. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I was well, sucking on these yeah. beans all day and never really was about. Tried boba tea. Did that dude look like a Goron from Zelda or what? No, he was a short little fat dude who wanted to talk oh, some shit because mm. I was I was standing next oh. to my stool and, and he wanted my stool. And I was like, we're sitting down. I'm just waiting for a drink. And I honestly just wanted to stretch my back. And then you just like straight and he up. Was, Sounds like a no, fucking he was like, hot waffle. Oh, whatever, you fucking giant fat piece of shit. And I turned around and I just said. Oh, Sounds like you don't need to feed into that negativity. No, I just turned around and I just said, dude, are you fucking serious? Like, I can barely see your forehead. And you look like you drink cottage cheese like it's boba tea. And that fucking murdered his friends. And that made him so mad that he went outside to smoke. And honestly, like, I'm, I'm kind of loving that one. I'm going to take that one as a win. And then you started Damn. making out. <laughs> like, no, because he, he didn't. Second, he, I was stuff. hoping he had cottage hold cheese. Hold on a second. Yeah. Let me put my throat into your cottage Wait, cheese let me, hole. Let me sex. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Charles, anything you want to throw up there for the pluggables? I'm just thinking about dual wielding pickle wraps. And Dude, that was rad. And Dixon bagpipes. Yeah. Big time <laughs> shout out Ben Jammin on the twisters. Pickle roll up, double <laughs> dual wielding. Wow. That was good. Dual was wielding. starving. Dual wielding pickle roll ups yeah. while having like a, uh, Taking a, bait, bagpipe. A, a bait and tackle around that looks like a bagpipe around there, your, your. And I'm also fun. just picturing the ACDC. <laughs> Is there, is there editing that's happening on this show? Of course been, not. We've been going for no, three and a half hours. Yeah, I know. That's what we do. No, it's been longer probably. Uh, so anyway, thank you to everybody. Uh, that was literally yeah. while I was saying at 3.30. Shout out, to, oh, oh. shout out to the guy whose first time is here. Uh, we love you so much. And uh, hey, to everybody else who keeps listening, especially outside of the U.S., we fucking love it. It's amazing. And... Tell us where you want us to go. Tell us who you yes. want to talk to. Let's find out more stuff that we can do. Uh, Till then, eat more good pizza. pizza drink more you. libations and mm. stick your dick in a bagpipe. Yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs>